Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Michael Dean Show here on Podcast Juice. My name is Michael Dean, and we got a full house today. Boy, do we ever. Uh, joining us all the way from the UK is Chloe. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm Hello, doing everyone. Excellent. Uh, thank you for joining us and, and, and coming in and, and offering your perspective uh, and things. Uh, now, for some people who have listened to podcasts just before, they have heard you on our various other shows on the network. Uh, so it might be your first time on this particular one. And let me forewarn you, it gets a little crazy over here. But uh, you already know that because you heard the show and you can handle mm -hmm. it. All right. Uh, also, we have Mr. Big Sexy in Saxer. How are you? Man, all I can say, I'm doing great, but I got to gear it up. People in Massachusetts, they shut this case down like Lester Freeman on the wire. They did. All right. Well, we'll get into whatever that case is a little later. Also, Mr. Ant Pooh, sir, how are you? Uh, great. And I appreciate, I, I didn't realize I was so loved within the world. I've had at least 10 people contact me on social media asking, dude, are you okay? I heard about EA. So, yes, I survived the EA Infinity Snap. I'm oh, good. Hilarious. Thank you. Hilarious. All right. Well, that's good, man. You know, because yeah, I know I heard of people who lost their jobs over there in game. Yeah. Gaming yeah, I can't talk now. about all that. Oh, I dig it. I dig it. Um, also, we have Mr. Quentin. Sir, how are you? I am great. A little beat from a week of strategic execution plan reviews. I don't want to see any more numbers for at least another day or two, but I'm great. All right. So you were playing uh, 21 all week. Yeah. And then <laughs> no, so. That, that joke can even go nowhere. Anyway. Anyway. Also, last but certainly not least, my man. Mr. Q Storm, sir, how are you? Well, I am praying, I'm praying that I don't have to go down to Washington, D.C. and interview President Trump. <laughs> you, 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 you make that sound like you're being forced or something. Well, <clears throat> I have a client who put in a bid for a government contract hmm. and they want to include Trump in this promotion that I will be producing video promotion and that means I gotta go down there and possibly shake his hand like uh, you wouldn't make it past security they're gonna, they're gonna check you out online be like oh no not him Interesting. oh no <laughs> well there's work there's always work in the post, post office, office. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I didn't think about that I would imagine they do they would have to do a background check on you boy well I, I don't think I don't know if that's true because we have gotten the contract so any background checks in like they would have been done already because it is for the government. The the client is the government. Hmm. Uh, that would be very interesting if they would let you be around Trump. If they would just look, if they looked at your like, I guess your Facebook or something. Well, I've never threatened to kill him or anything. Well, of, co well, of course not. They'd have been at the door, but <laughs> right. <laughs> I've never threat. I've never threatened death upon him. No, no. And just for the record. Quentin Jones is not Q Storm. <laughs> Q is not referred to as Quentin Jones, Man, just for the record. I was pre-snitching. Pre like, I ain't got nothing to do with this shit. I would like to ask Chloe a question. Oh, oh go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Which is the better office, the American version or the Ricky Gervais version? Oh, please, Q. 
Oh, well, and I was going to be biased and say Ricky because he's kind of borderline funny, but Steve Carell is automatic, like it's hilarious. So I, I was thinking of US one. Wrong. Wrong. Chloe, self help, high five. Hey, thank you. Thank All you. right, well, that was a that was a random question, uh, but anyway, uh, welcome everybody. Shout out to all our listeners out there. Hope you guys had a very good week. Uh, hope I don't know whenever you do, do you listen to this, but uh, hopefully week before going into the week is good. But hopefully we can alleviate some of the stress of the day. Um, but let's get things started, shall we? First off, I want to talk about this Montley Crew movie, which I had heard about. I think we even mentioned it last week, but I hadn't seen it personally myself. And I actually watched this thing last night just randomly. I was like, ah, let me see this. It was like 1230 in the morning. And all I got to say is, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've heard of, I know who they are. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a detractor either. I just, you know, I, I know some of the songs from back in the day and, you know, somewhat familiar with Tommy Lee because he's kind of been in the news and stuff like that. But I never really knew their story or much of anything about them. And I can imagine this movie is uh, not the super hardcore, you know, accurate version maybe of their life. There's probably things that they're not showing. But for what they did, I was blown away. I was like, wow, this, these motherfuckers are crazy. Like, this is some real rock and roll I don't. I was. I was like. I'm watching it, and I'm comparing it to things like you know, Straight Outta Compton and some of these other movies. And I'm like, I don't know if. I mean, of course, nobody got killed in this. I, you know, the uh, sad. Yes, somebody did. Well, actually, somebody did. It wasn't like a murder per se, like some gangster type stuff. Some of these other movies, but a lot of the stuff that they were doing, I was like, I, a lot of cats would not be allowed to get away with this stuff, man. This stuff was crazy to me, like. Uh, what was this, the standout? And we'll get into some of it. But the thing that really made it hard for me to watch, actually, was your boy Ozzy Osbourne, man. Ozzy's nuts. That Ozzy was out sick. of control back then, man. He's sick, man. There, there's a part in this movie. They're like on a tour with Ozzy. This is like their first big tour, I believe. And he's already a legend at this point. And they're at some uh, hotel at the swimming pool. And there's just like regular people there too, right? And Montley Crew is sitting outside. It's sunny or whatever. And here come Ozzy, man. And he like has a robe or something, but he's completely nude underneath it. Ew. And there's these, these older people are sitting, lounging at the side of the pool. They ain't got nothing to do with these people. And Ozzy just flashes his ass at the older lady. And he's got like a, I don't know, a dollar bill or something hanging out of his ass. Talking about take it, take it or some shit. It's like, huh? You know, everybody's clapping. I was like, man, this dude is wild, man. Then he goes over to Molly Crew and he's basically holding court, you know, like, hey, let me tell you youngsters the game and all that. And he seemed like he's trying to spit knowledge or something, but it's basically he was basically saying like, don't get too deep into the sex and the drugs and stuff, man. Take take over you or whatever. And you can see like it done took over him. Like he's I was like, that dude, he seemed strung out or something. And then he started asking for, I think he was asking for some Coke or something. And he was like, no, nah, we don't got nothing. And he's like, man, give me the straw anyway. My man, I ain't gonna say my man. Homeboy gets down <laughs> on the ground and there's a line of ants crawling on the ground. He snorts them up into his nose. Yep. It's like, the fuck? 
And then... But he snorts the ants? The ants yes, into his nose. Oh, what happened to the cocaine? I must have missed There something. was no cocaine. There, That's there the thing. No he just needed something to snort. So he just said, I'm going to snort these ants up off the ground. Did that actually happen? That's I would imagine it did, man. I mean, yes. pretty wild cat. But then, mm-hmm. then after he did that, he pulls... I mean, he's already naked. So he pulls junk out and he just starts peeing on the side, you know, side of the pool. Just peeing in front of everybody. I'm like, wow. These cats is wild. And then... He gets down on the ground and drinks it up. Starts licking it off the, his own piss. I was like, huh? These motherfuckers on some other Now and, keep in mind that Ozzy is the person who, let's see, let me give you some, some of Ozzy's greatest hits. <laughs> Bit the head off of a bat. Was banned from Texas for peeing on the Alamo. Yes. Yeah, man. And so, Ozzy, Ozzy was nuts. Yeah, he's wild. So then, uh, I can't remember who, which one of the Motley Crew dudes. Nikki. Nikki. Okay, he was like, "Oh, nah, watch this, guys!" <laughs> Pulls out his stuff and starts peeing on the ground too, right? I'm like, "This, that's like this is some degenerate, sick type." Shit. And then he's getting ready to dive down and lick up his own piss in front of everybody. But before he can do that, Ozzy pushes him out the way and jumps down there and starts licking it up. And I said, hey, man, I'm, I'm cl- I, I was almost ready to turn it off. I said, yeah, these motherfuckers, they're a little too wild, man. It's- I'm curious. <sighs> what, what what made you decide to watch this? It was on, you know, yeah. it's on Netflix. I like musical bios. Now, let me say this. that that's the, Some of it was hard to watch, but I would say it was a damn good movie. Like, I really loved the movie. It was really good. It's sad at parts, but it was kind of triumphant at the end. But it was just to show that these these cats was on some wild stuff. I mean, uh, so there is that part, but the most of it is just wall to wall them having sex and doing drugs, and, and and you know being wild. And it's just a trip to watch. But at the end of it, you know, like any music, you know, like Queen or like Straight Outta Compton or some of these great ones, it's a it's that's to me it was done very well, and it doesn't it makes me want to go and listen to some of their music and check them out a little bit. Cause I was like, it's a cool story. You kind of get a little bit of each one of the members of like where they came from and how they all kind of went through things and the marriages. And there's a whole, I don't want to ruin th- too, too many things. And I don't know how much you guys know about these guys, but one of the guys is a father and that his story, man, that, that kind of, that, that shit hit me, man. Like what happened with his family. I was just like, Oh, I don't know how any man could come through that. And he seemed to, make his way through it but it was it was it was really good man i was shocked i was kind of shocked that they didn't show this in the movies in my opinion i thought it would be just as good to have been in the theater it's not as good maybe per se as queen but the people acting in it some of them are recognized some other stuff i thought i was like man they i see that guy before but he just seemed like the dude from Motley crew or something like i just thought it was it was really good um i'm curious go ahead this is the band that one of the guys was uh, in a sex tape with Pamela Anderson. Yep. Oh, that's right. They don't even. I, they didn't. They even, don't even mention. They didn't mention it. that. Yeah, that was glossed over. Now that you say that, they don't mention that. But yeah, Tommy Lee. Tommy Lee. He was a wild dude, but I kind of he didn't. He wasn't as wild as I thought he was. At least in the movie, he didn't. No, Nikki's the lead wild fool. Yeah, that Nikki's. See, I never really paid attention to him before, but it almost seemed like the movie was sort of through his eyes more than anybody. 
Man. Well, he was the principal songwriter, pretty okay. much. And, uh, you know, I own the book, The Dirt. And all of them contributed to it. Oh, it's a book? So, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> this story comes from their biography. Ah, interesting. Which guy is the one who was on The Apprentice uh, a few years ago? Tommy. Oh, wow. Was it? No, it wasn't Tommy. There was another it, guy. It was Tommy. It came down... It came down to him and uh, the woman from uh, 21 Jump Street. Yeah, it was Tommy. I don't think it was Tommy. Tommy was on The Apprentice. <laughs> he said he asked you the question, but he's going to tell you what the answer it was. Not. Brett, <laughs> it was Brett. No, it was Brett something or other. You're talking about Poison, man, a different band. Talking about All Brett right, Michaels? I don't know these, I don't yeah. know these guys. I don't know these oh, guys. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Nikki Six actually... Well, allegedly, they were. He was engaged to Vanity, Vanity. back in the eighties. Really? Mm. Oh, I, that's, well, yeah, that's way right. he sprung out at that Interesting. point. Interesting. And that wasn't mentioned either. Okay, yeah, man. That dude, man, he went to the bottom, man. With the, uh man, that shooting up stuff. I, it's oh, yeah. hard for me to watch that kind of shit, man. I just, uh, it's terrible. Um, but yeah, it was a damn good movie. Um. Boy, they was they. I, I I I was trying to figure out why they called it the dirt, but now that you tell me it's a book, it makes sense. But I was like, they could have called that movie the P, because boy, they <laughs> they stayed in. <laughs> Some yeah, Brett, well, Brett Michaels, I'm thinking about. Yeah, who does not? Who was never painted with Motley Crue. Oh, okay. Which group was he in? Poison. Poison. Oh yeah. Okay. Right. I got him confused. I get him confused. Well, they had like the you know they had that look. You know, with the big hair and all the makeup and stuff. Yeah, the hair metal bands. Because Poison, you couldn't tell Poison from Cinderella, from Molly yeah. Crew to Warrant. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I haven't thought about that. But Brett Michaels was cool, though. I liked him. Hilarious. Yeah, those, that was back in the days, boy. It was funny watching this because I forgot, like, how wild they used to look. And they even seemed, to me, like, out of place in the movie, like in the time they're supposed to be, they still, people was like, who's the bitch? Who, which one's the, which yeah. one's the bitch, the girl or the singer? <laughs> and their, their first show, or one of their first shows, they got into a brawl. That shit was crazy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the album cover for Look What the Cat Drag Did. I'm like, you right. I can't tell who is the bitch. <laughs> wow. But let me, but let's not be mistaken. Uh, what's the lead singer's name? Vince. Vince. Vince Neal. Vince Neal, boy, he he was he was hard. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> pause. <laughs> but he was a ladies' man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he definitely got his fair share of the goodies. I know they had fun shooting this oh, movie, God. boy. This, because they was they was <laughs> he was savage with it. <laughs> And some of the and it, it it goes to show the griminess of the band too. Like when you just get into that lifestyle, the dirty macking that goes on. They did time. Uh, one dude did Tommy Lee dirty. Yeah, Nikki. Oh, uh, not Nikki. Uh, uh, Vince. Man, and and what is he tried to he and uh, Tommy introduced the girl to to his mother. It's like yeah, we about to get married. She's like, how long? When did you meet? Well, you know, mom, just like you and dad, you guys met the first time you met. You, you were ready to get married, you know. So we just met. His mom said something like, "Oh, so I think I know. I've I've, I've heard of something. I know what you are, uh, groupy." <laughs> Old girl was hot. Started talking slick about his mom on the tour bus. 
And man, I like pff, oof, bloody lip. <laughs> shit was nuts, man. But I would say check the movie out. It was good. Definitely good. You know, the only oh, go ahead. The only rock oriented thing I've ever seen other than Spinal Tap was uh and I actually enjoyed it. It was uh, back in the late seventies when Kiss they were like superheroes. Oh, yeah, and you yeah. don't mean Kiss versus the Phantom. No. Yeah. I saw it like that as a kid. As a kid. No. And it was all about su- if you had superpowers, yeah. I was I was down. That's oh. all it was. I remember I that. that. I saw that on TV or something. Yeah, it was on TV. Uh, yeah. You're okay. damn sure to see that in the movies. <laughs> they had two of them, I think, didn't they? There's one. I could have swear mm, I saw that's two. That's one too many. Exactly. Oh, that I was huge, that. man. I might look at it now and think, oh my God, but back then that was that shit was dope to me. <laughs> I was a fan of looking at it and thinking, oh man. <laughs> this is not good. Hilarious. What was it called again, Big Set? Kiss. Kiss uh, meets the Phantom of the Park. Of the wow. park, <laughs> as an amusement park. Hey man, it was terrible. I liked it as a kid. I, I do remember this. For some reason, I think I wanted to say Bigfoot was in it, but I'm sure he wasn't. No, that <laughs> was improvement. That was six million dollar man. Okay. <laughs> anyway, let me age myself. Um, but yeah, at the trailer. This that film looks like straight garbage. Which one are you talking about? Kiss meets the Phantom. Oh. oh it- it is. <laughs> well, you got to remember, looking at it, the lens of probably, I don't know how old you were back then, 10 or something, maybe, or even younger. That was, that was probably shit. And then costumes and stuff. And I didn't know much about Kiss. They just, they just so I didn't even, I didn't even think I really knew they were a band at that point. I just knew they looked cool. And, they, and like you, they might be some superheroes or something. But anyway, um, Big Sexy, well, what did you think of The Dirt? Uh, I enjoyed it immensely. Um, they did bend a few of the accuracies. For instance, um, when they fired Doc McGee, their manager, it wasn't done like it was done in the movie. They fired him because when they went over to Russia in 88 with Ozzy, uh, Bon Jovi, and a couple of the bands I can't think of, and played the Moscow Peace Festival, the agreement was Motley's going to close the show, and no one's Mm -hmm. using pyro. So Motley does not close the show, but they don't use pyro. Bon Jovi closes, and they had a ton of pyro, (laughs) and Motley's looking at their manager like, what the fuck, Doc? Oh, well, you know, uh, fuck you, you're fired. Wow. And also, back when they left Elektra, they did get their publishing back, and again, I'm seeing it more and more nowadays with, with artists. I believe Rihanna just got her publishing as well. You know, can't say it enough. Get your publishing or your masters own you, man. It's that simple. Yeah, I thought that was interesting in the movie that the label just kind of gave it to him. I mean, dropped him, but it's like, here, you can take the take your music back. Take your music and get on it. Like, cool, yeah. we're out of here. The, uh, the guy who played the manager, I don't know. That's I, for, that's my boyfriend Billion. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's my guy. He looks so much older or bigger or something than this. But yeah, he's a good, he's a good. I love the part about the manager. There was the other manager, and I love how they addressed like he kind of looked. The guy looked at the camera and spoke to the audience and said, "Well, he's going to be written out of the movie or something like that." Yep. <laughs> he, that he didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that. Yeah, okay, damn. He's like, for some reason, he's like, yeah, unfortunately, he's not going to be a part of this movie. I was like, okay, well, you know, something went down with that. But 
Yeah, that was very interesting. And then that one younger dude, the record company guy, what is he from? He's from Saturday Night Live. That is uh, Pete okay. Davidson. And apparently he's involved with Kate Beckinsale. And Kate, baby, what are you thinking with that guy? Come on now. What's wrong with Pete? <laughs> the guy's a twerp. Oh, you hate everybody, man. Come on. <laughs> How about this? At least I know where he comes from. Okay? Yes. Well, that's Brett Michaels. Ooh, I'm not into I'm not that into rock. <laughs> well, you got me. Good one. <laughs> Um, uh, Quentin, you saw the movie as well. What were your thoughts? Actually, I glanced at it. I didn't finish it up oh. because, similar to you, once they started pissing on the uh, <laughs> on the ground there, I was like, "Yeah, it's a little." I've seen some stuff in person too, but this was, yeah, this was a little bit much for me. So I'll probably finish it up later on this week. All right, all right. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was very, very entertaining movie. Definitely check it out. All right. By the way, oh, go ahead. Uh, I was looking. I was looking at. A clip from that Kiss movie. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Don't, don't of course, age I like, well. I like Shazam Ice's Hour, too. I, I bet if I look at oh, that. Oh, yeah. The fuck was I thinking? Hey, man. That's our childhood shit. What was that? Uh, see, now you're going to make me go all back like, was it Herbie? Not Herbie the Love Bug. What was that? Wonder Buggy or something. Oh, Wonder Bug. <laughs> Wonder Bug. I hated that. Oh, man. That was oh, that shit. was bad. There was a whole, it was Croft Superstars. It was Sid Marty Croft, so, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Had a whole thing of live oh, action. Man. Wonderful. What was that? What, what, what was it? It was, like, it a, was like, like a magic dune buggy. Yeah. It was terrible. It was terrible. I, it was dope. I, I remember seeing one, somebody had one kind of like that in real life around here. And we always, I was, oh, I want a dune buggy. Like, <laughs> uh, oh, I remember that. See there, now I hit him. <laughs> I do remember. I, I see the picture now. Okay. Yeah, that was my shit too. See, why am I not surprised? Hey, man, <laughs> <laughs> that shit was dope back then. <laughs> All right. Um, let's. let's... Electra woman and Donna girl. Anybody? Yeah, man. Didn't they brought that back? Actually, they did. It's either oh, a comic right. or this something reason not too long ago they did yeah. bring something back with that. I remember seeing. Hey, it. man, if you if you had a cape with magical powers, I was watching you. I'm sorry. That's wow. what it was. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, let's see where we let's let's get into some things. All right, man. Let's get into um this Cardi B story <laughs> if we can. And let me um. Okay. Uh, here we go. Oh, got that. Here we go. Let me get set the mood a little bit. So. Yes, love. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Oh, yes. Well, come on in. I'm going to have a seat now. Bridge path. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Take your time. Take your time. I want to talk to y'all today about a young lady of God. Amen. 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 Amen, Pastor. All right, now. So anyway, I'm 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 a calm right now, so we can have a good conversation. The whole this whole Cardi B thing that's been in the news. Um, for those who do not know, uh, a video of Cardi came out that she recorded. I want to say about three years ago, and she was almost like a tirade type of thing, and she was talking, 
and I guess she was kind of talking about like how hard she's had it and the things that she's had to do to get to where she is to be successful and stuff. And in this sort of rant, she makes mention that, you know, to get um, studio money to pay for, to, you know, pay to make her music, she would have to drug dudes who wanted to have sex with her and rob them of her money. And I assume take that money to go buy studio time. And, you know, this this video recently surfaced again because she's in a in a lawsuit with a couple of bloggers. And I guess, you know, they kind of throw this stuff out here to I guess that, you know, her lawsuit with the bloggers is a defamation type of case. And so they're probably pulling up anything she said that would probably be like, you know, hey, you're defaming yourself. How would anybody else? Uh, you, you're the one saying these things. Right. But, you know, it caused a question in the era of the Me Too movement. We've seen many of people being taken down for like, you know, sexual assault and rape. You know, R. Kelly and Bill Cosby, you know, is in prison right now for drugging allegedly drugging women and raping them, right? That happened 30 years ago. And he's never admitted to any of this. As far as I remember, I could be wrong. Um, But here we have probably one of the most popular recording artists of today. Uh, They have her on tape saying, you know, that she drugged men and robbed them for money. And a lot of people are like, well, should she be canceled because, you know, if it was a man who said something like this, it probably wouldn't even be a conversation. <laughs> Pretty much have to apologize and hopefully you're not getting dropped by certain things. We've had a circumstance where Rick Ross a few years ago made mention of drugging uh, a woman on a song. And I believe Reebok had dropped him, hit their sponsorship, and he had some blowback and he had to apologize. Which is ironic that uh, one of the few people who are defending Cardi B right now is Rick Ross. He came out with a video, I think yesterday, the day before yesterday, saying, you know, sort of like, hey, y'all lay off of her. And, you know, that's the world she came from. Da, 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 da. Uh, my, my take is this. And let me be clear. I don't hate Cardi B. Uh to me, Cardi B, and I'm just going to deal with her music first. She represents to me like Too Short used to be back in the day, Two Live Crew, Holes with Attitude, you know, Easy E, and these types of things. A lot of these groups were never the top of the totem pole in terms of hip hop, but they were a part of hip hop, right? There was a balance. You could listen to some too short you go listen to some public enemy you know da 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 um and in terms of her and specifically to female rappers uh where would i put her in a totem pole unfortunately i would put her way down at the bottom only in regards to the skill set that we have seen from our chosen few female rappers who have been allowed to ascend to the top right i'm talking about your lauren heels uh mc lights salt and peppers queen latifah um nikki minaj are kind of put in the same category uh a lot of the female rappers we've had back in the day or roxanne shantae 
I mean, they could actually spit. They were real rappers. I actually don't feel like she is a real rapper, in my opinion. But I say all that to say, I think she has a place in the in in music because again, there's been others like her before. The problem that I have, though, with it, and let me I'm gonna stick to the video first. Say this, to me, that video and what she said in today's climate, it should be met with the same energy that we would treat anybody else. You can love somebody and still have correction. You can be at the top of the game, like a Michael Jackson, right? And still say something that if the powers that be or the the culture to say, hey, no, that's not acceptable. Switch it up. And 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 when I say let's say because Michael Jackson that happened to him. He was far above any of these people we have today, right? And probably never be anybody on that level. But he was at the top, and they had to go back and pull his music off the shelves, re-record that joint, and then put it back out. What was the song? What song was that? Um, they don't care about us. They don't us. care about us. It was apparently the Jewish community wasn't having it, and you know that it was what it is. They don't do a lot of back and forth. Now you cancel. You're gonna switch it up. Um. So to me, if you're having sort of a whole culture of right now, it's the Me Too movement and different things. There's a culture that we say, hey, hey, we believe uh, somebody says something out of place. We correct them. There's no there's not a lot of back and forth with it. You know, there wasn't any back and forth with uh, who some of these guys at the Weinstein wasn't a lot of back and forth. He didn't get to say, oh, no, you're done. Russell Simmons, it went a lot back. Yeah, yeah, sit down. Uh, who were some of these other, uh, what were some of these actors that got shut down real quick? Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, a lot of back and forth. No, you're done. You're off the show. <laughs> but, but I'm the, act, the lead of the show. Eh. So they don't do a lot of negotiations, and there's not people arguing for these guys. You just got to sit down. It's interesting to me that. When we have this young lady here sort of coming up in a similar situation, but we don't normally have women in these situations. But when you have her come up, there's a lot of push. There seems to be some pushback. I don't say a lot, but there's some pushback. There's not an automatic sit down. Um, you definitely are not seeing the, those people who were championing the Me Too before. From what I've seen, ain't said nothing. You have some you have some men kind of, you know, that were already a little frazzled over this immediate takedowns of other people. They kind of, well, I want to see the same energy, same energy. And I can so I can understand that. But I think and, and again, I'm going to open this up. I think we're letting people's love for Cardi B overshadow that anybody can be corrected. Now, it would be different, and this is just my opinion, it'd be different if she came out and said, you know what, I was wrong. That, what you saw there was the old me, and I said some, I, what I was saying was wrong. I apologize. Let's keep it pushing. But she hasn't apologized for this. She's made a statement. She's not apologized for these statements, nor said these statements were wrong. And to me, that's where I, 
I feel like, well, you have to really look at a person then. If they don't have no remorse about what they're saying, for whatever reasons, I don't know if there's the high enough people haven't hollered at her and say, like, hey, we want to clean this up. This might inter- interrupt with some money or da da da. I don't know what that situation But she's not going to come out and say that, probably unless pressured to. That's my opinion. Now, the other part I will say is, I feel like, and I'm going to say, I'm an older person now. I'm not saying I'm the oldest person in this room, but I'm at a different mindset than I was probably 20, 30 years ago when some of the people that I liked back then would have been saying questionable stuff. I'm going to pull up a Tupac, you know, NWA, Ice Cube, some people I used to listen to, Snoop, Dre, said some questionable stuff. And I would have probably been in that mindset to argue no, they have the right to say what they're gonna say, and you know this. That, they seek in their truth or whatever. Now, as an older person, I understand the influence of these things and how these uh, concepts and things that they're verbalizing sit in a person's mind and can frame people and how they act. There needs to be some pushback to say, you know what, we need to we need to always hold these people accountable. Not to say you can't say what you want to say. You can. You don't have to be a role model, but you're not above being called out if somebody says, well, you don't have to be a role model. But if you don't care anything about our people, that's cool. But we're going to point it out that you don't. And don't be mad if some of us say we're not fucking. You can't be mad about that either. Just as you would have the right to do whatever you want to do. We got the right to say cancel that motherfucker. Because they don't have our best interest at heart. Or maybe they just don't know no better. They're still young-minded. They don't really understand the power of what they do and understand how, in my opinion, major corporations and media are pushing that image for a particular reason. And don't, and don't understand, they're really just a chess piece on a larger board, right? There's a reason, in my opinion, why Cardi B is pushed to the top of the game and they don't push other types of black females to that level. There's a reason why black people gravitate to a Cardi B where they may not gravitate as much to a Janelle Monet or a Michelle Obama or other people who are not real, quote unquote. There's a reason why certain people do that. In my opinion, some people will see Cardi B and most of these people do not even love her music and will sit here and I, could, I guarantee they're not bumping that music like that. They're not because it's trash. <laughs> In terms of hip hop quality, anybody could argue to me that her rhymes, her flow or music are better than a lot of these other rappers out here. They're lying. But they like her because they like her personality, which I'm not mad about that. I can understand that. We love a lot of people because we can see ourselves in people. But what I'm saying is we got to be careful because why do we see ourselves in Cardi B? What has she done that would motivate a person to see themselves in Cardi B? Right? She admitted to being a stripper, right? I don't know if she went to college or she went to school or had a job, but she went to do the stripping route. 
Okay. Some, whatever, that's fine. But she admittedly is on the grimy side of the game, <laughs> right? Just like if it was a gangster or something, right? So, okay. We like this from the underdog. That's what I would imagine what they like about her is because she's from the under, she's, she's the underdog. She came up regardless of her situation. Okay, cool. I dig that. But it's the easy route. I'm going to tell you why it's the easy route. A lot of us love people who did the, oh, he was the gangbanger or he was the drug dealer. And now he's, he done came up to be the thing. Because I think a lot of people think that they could somewhat do that too. They didn't go the hard route and go to college or worked, started their own business and, and you know, struggled and went through a lot of things. They went through what they think is the more glamorous in people's mind because they, they probably never lived that lifestyle. So that's why they think it's something. They, oh, this is great. Most of the people who probably be like, oh, she's just stripping and she did her thing. They ain't never touched a pole. Most of the people who, oh, you know, Jay-Z and them drug dealing, ain't never slain and probably never gangbang, right? But for those who ain't never been in that life, they can look at that and be like, oh, yeah. You know, they came through and don't know nothing about it. They separated from it. And they think that that's something that anybody can do. The reality is most of the people who go down those lifestyles, dead or in jail. They don't become superstars. That's a fact. The numbers don't equate to that. So there's a reason why she's promoted the way that she is and they know that they would appeal to you. It's the same reason they would promote most of these drug dealer, gangbanging rappers in the past. It's the same thing. Some of us may not have been old enough, understood that, but when you get to a certain point, and I'm giving my opinion, you can see it for what it is. You can see why they choose to, to promote that than to go and get a different type of, let's say, black woman and put that image up there in front of you. They would rather put the degenerate one in front of you because they know that it appealed to, to a lot of people. And for them, they probably think she's funny. Again, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I would imagine she's probably has been on a lot of white media talk shows and TV shows. And it's probably always been a comedic situation. I would, I would imagine they don't never have a serious conversation. It's probably they're mostly laughing and Probably they're laughing at her, but she don't realize that. But then it wasn't like a, a news. It was a viral news broadcast that just been going around this last week where they were going that. What did she do? They're doing that because it's funny to them. <laughs> they, they ain't doing it because they would do it themselves and they would pump up. They, they think that's funny. Like, ah, ha, ha. it's the same way when they would put on blackface or when. They would do Snoop Dogg's, what, what did he say? My Nizzer, it's that same type of, to them, that's funny. That's a little bit, oh, we can kind of dance in that life. We can touch it, but they don't want to live next to that. And to me, that stuff is promoted because they just think it's a joke. They, they don't want to promote, and in this case, a black woman who would challenge them. They would rather make you look like the scum of the earth. Oh, she's a stripper. She's a blood member. She talked crazy. She loud. It's all the caricatures, right? All the stereotypes. And the cold part about it, in my opinion, she ain't even a black woman, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> They're pumping that up because that's what they would rather put that. Why? why they don't want, it went from 
Nicki Minaj. Nicki was in the game for a while. She probably started to get a little too smart and probably wanted to say, I want more money or this and that. Man, we need to get somebody else. More ratchet. And somebody who ain't going to ask no questions to take this 360 deal and let us make you a star. So get her out of here. Bring well, my man Ice Cube said this long ago. MTV, they don't care. They'll have a new nigga next year. So they have a new female in a rap game. You can only have one at a time. Well, why do you keep why do you think they keep getting more and more ratchet? And they'll have us convinced that they're getting more and more quote unquote realer. But they're not. That the average Woman don't don't walk doesn't walk like that or doesn't get down like that. You don't want your daughter to get down like that. You wouldn't want your wife or your sister to get down like that. You don't want to even be around nobody in your personal friendship that we get down like for most people. Who would want to be hanging around the chick that's setting niggas up, robbing them? Who again, most people ain't in that lifestyle. So why do you think they promoting that? You went from Queen Latifah, Moni Love, Salt and Pepper. Um, shit, who, who, who was after uh, Lauren Hill, the Fugees? And after Lauren, what they say? They said, oh, nah, uh-uh. Little Kim, <laughs> Foxy, Foxy Brown. It got ratcheter and ratchet. Cause that's like hell now nah, we that, that's not cool the the one with the intelligence and talking real that's not cool hey that's not that's not funny i want bring me the hoe a little kim that, that image foxy brown here come nikki okay we gotta wrap it up keep keep it going you gotta ask yourself what's gonna be after Cardi B was they got this was it City Girls is that the I don't know if y'all heard of them their whole style is just want the bag where's niggas it's, it's wild stuff listen I'm ranting and raving I know people are like Mike you're crazy I don't agree with you that's good we'll open it up open the conversation but in my opinion I don't say they should necessarily cancel Cardi B but we should check Cardi B we should really check ourselves I say let her rap what they want to rap about just like anybody else but we don't have to accept it or we can push back on it and say hey that was cool I love okay now you done made some money you have to get smarter you have to realize you have influence on our kids whether you want that responsibility or not it's about do you care about our people in my opinion, any woman, I'm going to put this on the woman for a second. Y'all can be mad. Any woman who is traditionally the backbone of the black community, sometimes the men are dipping out or families get separated. We always depend on my mama. When that image is presented in the grimy light and you know you got the ear of the kids, and younger women under you and men and you not having some sort of like ah maybe i mean i need to 
slip in some game in this a little bit because I got these kids doing whatever I say. If they just decide I'm going to be, how she be like, I'm going to be myself, my nigga. I'm going to do it and just not just stay grimy. Then to me, you don't have the best interest of my people and you don't have to, but I don't have to support. <laughs> like we should be, we should be just like the Jewish people. When Michael Jackson said, I don't think Michael's being disrespectful to them at all. But what was they was on cold? What'd they say? We don't give a fuck what you think. You're going to change it or we'll shut you down. Simple as that. We don't do it back and forth. and uh, We don't have people caping in our community. We, we, we ride in this way because we, we, we're not going to ever be seen as weak. And we'll never let you speak on us crazy. No matter what it is or who it is. <laughs> we're not having that, especially not going to have no outsiders. So. To me, that's how, to me, we should be rolling the same way. We're not going to counsel you, sis, but you do have, unfortunately, you have our kids ear or you got the attention of mainstream corporate America. They put, they putting you out there. And, and unfortunately, a lot of them think we act like that. Or they'll come into the work. Like, huh? Huh? Oh, you know, come on, man. Uh, Nick, we get. So we should be able to say, listen, it's time we switch it up a little bit. Hopefully you have enough game about yourself. You, you can switch it up a little bit. My man Prince, he was talking, he was to be wild, crazy. When he started, got to a certain point, what, he realized, hey, man, I can still be me, but I got these kids, man. Let me switch. Let me tone that shit down a little bit. I care. I do care about y'all. <laughs> I know what they do. I know they pumping me up. So I care about the image. So that's that's my whole point. Uh, I'm going to go to Chloe. Give me your perspective and your thoughts. Thank you, Pastor Mike. I appreciate your sermon. <laughs> Amen. All right. <laughs> well, um, well, following the hashtag, I've seen a lot of backlash. I haven't seen anyone publicly go out of their way to defend her because, like you said, same thing with Bill Cosby, Kevin Spacey, and R. Kelly. Everyone went out of their ways to cancel them because they're men and this whole situation with the Me Too. But with Cardi, now, I looked on Cardi's Twitter account and she has an apology. And she's also talking about, she's noticed the backlash on social media about the video that came out three years ago. Now, I wanted to use this as evidence of the fact to argue your case on the fact that, you know how you mention a... A mothering figure in the black community, someone who's a role model for the young women and the young people in the community who influenced them, basically trying to get on their grind and say, oh, I can get the kids to do this. Cardi didn't know she was going to be in the situation where she is now, three years ago. I knew about Cardi B a couple years ago for being a little runner mouth on social media, the very overconfident, sexualized stripper, but who was also very intelligent on in the way how she argued and debate about certain things about, you know, single life and relationship and sex. And I think that she, also remember Cardi B is only 26. My generation, because that's my generation, you guys are older. So obviously you're going to think it's a bit wild and she's an grown ass woman but to me she's still a child in my in my way of thinking because she's still immature in a way even though she has to grow herself up to get where she needs to get to she said some wild stuff so the things that she said something about an ex of hers regarding that if he did her dirty she would drug him and get a transvestite to rape him now that's whoa, a bit wild whoa. yeah it was yeah she had said that she in one of those there's, there's more than 
No, there's more than one video that's been circling around. There's one of her wearing a head wrap, and there's another one of her in a car. But this one, she ain't got no weave in her head, so you know that's like back in the day because right now she's rocking wigs and everything. But she mentioned something about people talking about that video about her saying that she's going to get someone to rape and drug her ex um, if he cheated on her or something like that. And then it comes to this thing about her saying that she had to struggle and for her to struggle when she would be in the strip club. She would obviously take guys back to the hotel, drug them and steal and steal from them. Now, in that perspective, right? <clears throat> Actually, there is no buts. It's wrong. Facts. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Can't think about it. I'm like, hold on. But I like I love me some Cardi B. I don't really listen to her music, but what I love about her is how open she is. She's a little bit too open and she needs to close her mouth. That's a fact. She talks a bit too much. She's a celebrity now. Bloggers are going to go out their way to put dirt on someone who's doing way too successful. She's over here in Britain. We see her as she's living the American dream. She literally came from she's rags to riches. She came from nothing to where she is now. She's living the Cinderella story. So, of course, bloggers are going to go out their way and find out some dirt on her. Um, sorry. Um, so because past the mic, you, just, you know, I agree with everything what you said. So I don't really want to. Sorry. No, Church. no. Well, well, just, just to just to go back to what you said, how, it's interesting. You said you guys view her as living the American dream, the Cinderella story, and that's the thing I'm saying. It's not real, though. That's not a real American dream. Like that's not all of us ain't living like that. You're not gonna. Most of the people that go through what she went through, that's in them clubs, doing that Grammy, robbing cats, looking for tricks, looking for brothers that come in there, and they. When she see dudes come in, she already know oh, that nigga. He ain't really about this life. Let me isolate him from his boys. Right. He's standing over there with his niggas. Let me isolate him from his boys. Make him feel like I'm going to touch him and shit. You know, hey, daddy, dad, you know, running that game on him. A homie's probably a, he's a sucker. He's probably a simp. Ain't never really been in a club before. Oh, she feeling me, nigga. You know, oh, what you doing after this, daddy? You don't go back to your place. I'm going to pause you right there. Yeah, go ahead. Pause. Coming from a female perspective, now, a couple of podcasts ago, you guys mentioned about women who actually take their money, what they earn, and use it to basically um, increase, um, basically top up their assets to basically get surgeries done on their breasts and their ass or bums, we call it over here, right? As a stripper, their body is their asset. That's how they make their money. Guys go, okay, I'm not going to, sorry, it's going to be bad, but some guys are trash, fat, People in general are just trash in general. How they see women, right? They see women as objects in the strip club. I watch a lot of documentaries. I watch a lot of TV. I even had some friends who've done stripping during uni just to get by. And they said some things. And I'm like, hmm, men are just irk me sometimes with how you guys deal with women. Cardi B, right? She started stripping at a very young age. And she had to learn quickly how to survive. Now, obviously, it's it's quite easy to go into the whole prostitution kind of route when you're already kind of seen as you're not a sex worker but you're borderline sex because you're selling sex by the way how they're moving on the pole and how they're basically getting guys to keep on drinking and keep on spending money on them which they don't have and obviously there's going to be ways of we could rob them because the same way how a guy can easily rob a woman why can't a woman do the same thing too to live well because many guys support women right right right, 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 right. like that's what she said in her apology i'm going to go back to that because it's quite a lengthy apology right she even mentioned the fact that in the hip-hop industry, many artists, male artists, male rappers in general, go about go and start snitching on themselves about murders, drugs, all kinds of fraud. Right, like, right. 
You know what I mean? So it's like, so and they why should go down over there. Well, they're not going down. They still walk around freely, scot free. Who, who is this? Obviously, right? who, who's um, saying they? My apology. No, 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 no. She talk. You, you mentioned about people that are self snitching about somehow murders and stuff, and you said they're not going. I was asking you receipts because a lot oh, of people that go online. Later. There's a lot of people that go online on Vlad TV, some rappers, and they get to talking and self snitching. They get fed cases. They ain't walking away from these things. The, the government well, is watching is a lot the of these people. That. Say it again. Black TV is the is the feds. Everybody knows that. Everybody well, knows that. Right. I'm saying though, but people are self snitching. They're not walking away. They're getting cases. So they can't. You can't. You can't say that she. I don't know if she's saying people are out here saying stuff and they're walking away from it. Nah, that ain't the excuse. Unless you got some specifics, we can't deal with that. We can only deal with facts. Well, I but, mean, but, but, but going start with Jay Z. I mean, he, he's Jay Z self snitched worth the album. Yeah. He self snitched on. I used to run bass like Juan Pierre. Now, do you know he's rapping or did that he ha- really happen? Well, we can only assume what he's saying is the truth, and he's stating. You can't assume half himself. of what these rappers say is true. Most of them, many, most of them ain't ne- are not gangsters. He sold drugs. Most of these rappers who rap on these records do not have the money they talk about, nor have put in the work. The web, outside of the records, he stated. They glorify it, which is wrong. They glorify it, but again, they don't. That you can't catch a case if you ain't really did it. Well, okay, fair enough. Most of these rappers don't live this life. That's a fact. Most of them are studio gangsters. We've always known that. Most of them don't have the money they talk about. A lot of the shit they talk about on the records, oh, I got all these hoes. These squares. A lot of these cats ain't about that. That's why a lot of them get tested when they go out on the street and they get their asses whipped and their jewelry taken. That's most of them. We can isolate the Jay-Zs and all. Well, he said, okay, where does it, where's the receipt? I mean, where? We say he, we hear him talking a good game, but we're talking about the guys who be on there talking, yeah, we did it, and the feds going follow him, boop, 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 yo, he got the dope, or he did this, or, or Takashi, yo, he put a hit on somebody. It, it's all right there. Oh, I'm so glad you brought him up. Because don't you think it's ironic about how he's facing nearly 50 years and everyone's going down? He knows so much about all these artists in the industry and about what they're doing. So in this example, there's Kodak, one, okay. Cardi, another. Mm-hmm. Who else is going to be next on this hit list? Because <laughs> I feel like Takashi snitching. Because I would never think that Cardi. But then again, pause. This video came out three years ago. Why did no one say, say something then? They're saying it now. What? What's taking him free? Why? Why is it taking him so long? Because back three years ago, people will the people still on the equality tip. Like, okay, if it goes for one, it goes for all. If it goes for the men, it goes for all females. So what's the difference now? Why are we coming out with this now? Because everybody that's else is like, falling over old videos. And that's where we're at. Well, right everybody now. was doing that back then, three years ago when she did it. That's why like, social media was at its peak with the whole live stuff and Instagram and things like that and Periscope. Why are they doing it now? Well, because what? Tasha K and her wino self. Really? Well, hey, it, it's no different than why are they going after Bill Cosby 30 years from. <laughs> it's the same stuff. When, you, when, you, when one person yeah, goes down over it, then you open the floodgates and everybody get the same energy. If they wasn't mm-hmm. fighting for why he went down or the other person, then you can't fight for it now. They've allowed the rules of the game, so let's play the game. But but going back to Cardi, see, the thing is, I have no problem with being a stripper. I have no problem if you want to be a prostitute. There's legal prostitution. The problem comes when you're robbing people and you're drugging them. Mm-hmm. See, 
I'm talking about the grimy part. I'm talking about where she's scoping the square, the trick. And it'd be one thing. She said, yeah, I'm selling sex and give me your money. I'm going to shake it on them, dance on you. And if they come to a mutual agreement, hey, I want to fuck and go back to the. Pl- OK, cool. Fair straight. You know, give me your money. I give you sex. Keep it pushing. But she took it to the next level. This what well, I'm going to drug this cat. And I don't even know if she's having sex with him or not, but I'm taking all his money. Now, we don't know because listen, there are some chicks, some get downs could have been where she she just drugged him and she took it. Or she could have been like, yo, I got a lick. Let me call up my boys. Meet us at the hotel. I got this trick coming when I when I call you from the bathroom, bust in the door and let's bust his head open and take all this stuff. We don't know if cats got killed. We don't know mm-hmm. if cat, how cats got, you know what I'm saying? So that's on some whole other grimy stuff that to me mm-hmm. is the issue. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. They're going to get the most so-called ratchetest to the next level. Now we got people who are admitting to robberies and the grimy stuff, gangbang. It's the same thing with gang. If it was a gangbanger, let's go get the gangbanger uh, talking all that kind of, it's the same type of stuff. To me, that's where I don't, I don't think that has, it's not a good look for us. We can argue about a lot of things. This ain't something we should be arguing about. Cause I don't. What, what's the What's the I'm win? Just yeah, no, no, I'm just saying. But but we don't win nothing from this. <laughs> she, her success ain't got shit to do with us. Well, she's not really black, black history, so you know it's not really a black thing. Well, well I know, but that that's how it's framed. That that they look at it as that's how it is. You know what I'm saying? That's how they. That's how it's promoted. To me, I say you can. Yeah, hip hop. Let the, that's whatever it is I, okay whatever I, I say she can rap and all that I'm just saying if it ain't got shit to do with us and it ain't really no there's no real game being put in even if half the records was about I'm sucking dick and I'm a b- bad bitch and all that that's cool and maybe she had a song sisters let's ride you know we're not going for the even if it was a little game thrown in there or something but I don't again and you can correct me because I don't listen to the music but I have not heard the part, the part that that we can be like, oh yeah, you know what? I see what she's doing. Like when you could look at a, even you Snoop or something, I could be like, Snoop, you on some cripping. You sound like, you know this. You know my generation's dumb. We're dumb as hell. We talk about dumb shit like designer. Look at my dad. Look at this. what the hell is but that? But we had that too. We we had that too back you, in the day. You, had, you still had you had hits, man. That still made sense. You know what I mean? Whereas Cardi now, because we're talking about Cardi. Don't get it twisted now. Just because her music is a bit trash and don't make no sense, the girl is smart as hell. She knows exactly about her history and certain things that goes on around her political climate and her surroundings. Because I sometimes, like when I get a chance, I do chip in onto her live feeds. Or there's some accounts that come up into my Instagram feed and on my explore page, they have like clips and they have a little quote of the fact that what the topic that Cardi B is talking about and things like that, and it's quite empowering and it makes you think about certain things in society. Just the thing is that doesn't get heavily promoted out there they make a scene like this crazy hot-headed air okay. chick right. who's end up being a stripper who's now this internet well, sensation now I, a mogul in hitting and not mogul that's a big word well you know someone who's a superstar at the moment you know what i mean the well, thing I'll tell is you what, you're i ain't seen the you i ain't seen the, the, the video clips where she dropping game then show me where them well, clips at because all i'm seeing is the clips were talking crazy uh here, i want to read, read some let me let me read some of the lyrics let me i'm gonna be on my bill bill o'reilly real quick let me read some of the lyrics uh, ten, 10 trick commandments and then we're gonna go and after this we're gonna, we'll go around the room. boy you a trick 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 you ain't nothing but a trick 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 you catching feelings like a hoe 
You're a trick, 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 trick. This is hilarious to me. No love, no love for a trick, trick, trick. Rule number one, if you ain't playing, if you ain't paying, that's a no. Rule number two, tricks wait at the dough. Rule number three, don't you tell me about your kids because I don't give a fuck, nigga. I'll tell you how <laughs> it is. Rule number four, you ain't never fucking raw, no matter how much money is involved. Fuck you thought. Rule number five, I need unlimited supply whenever I want to buy. Rule number six, when we in the club, don't be taking all the pics. Pay for the licks. You ain't getting no kiss, nigga. I ain't your bitch, nigga. You ain't shit, nigga. No hugs, no love. Use a trick, trick, trick. You ain't nothing but a trick, trick, trick. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get to rule seven. Hold on. That's me... dope. Wow. All right, rule... Okay, okay. All right, rule number seven. When you take me out to eat after that day, you can't see me for a week. Rule eight. You can't call me babe, boy. We don't relate. Let's get that shit straight. Rule number nine, I ain't trying to whine and dine. I'm just trying to shop, bust a nut, then goodbye. Rule 10, when that bank account ends, I find a new trick. Let the new games begin. I'm such a hoe-ass bitch. Big thought, big thought. You thought I like you for you? No. You think we have something in common? Boy, you a trick, 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 trick. <sighs> All right. Q-Storm, what's your word, man? <laughs> uh, hey, because you ain't nothing but a trick. Trick. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I um, I don't wish any ill will or death on her. <laughs> Just like you know, my thing is movies and film. You know, I'm, I'm not a Tyler Perry fan as a director, but I think he has a he he deserves to exist. She deserves to exist, but I think she's trash. Pretty, pretty much. I just think she's trash. I think we have enough of, I think we have enough minstrels running around like her that we don't need more. And it, and as soon as she's done, probably in the next three years, there'll be another one. Like she said, there's another trick at the door. There'll be another minstrel at the door to to fill her place. So. All right, all right. Um, Quentin. Well, okay. Well, the antics that Cardi B alluded to in her post from a few years back or nothing new. A certain sector of the population has been seducing and robbing each other since creation. Mm. Hell, there was even an episode of Seinfeld that kind of touched on this subject. There's a lesson in the episode, but I'll bring that up later. <clears throat> Excuse me. What Cardi B did, her mistake was she exposed her alleged past behavior in a public forum. Some would argue that doing such was her being real. However, this was foolish and could potentially hurt her brand. And the thing that many of these new public figures lack are checks and balances, as well as foresight. Mm. Now, the ones I know personally, who are from the old school, have a curated social media presence. And in, excuse me, at personal social events, have a no social media policy. Sometimes phones are even collected ahead of time. The lines between art and reality are almost non-existent nowadays due to easy accessibility. This is due in part to social media. Social media, like money, is a tool. Without proper education, it can be dangerous in the wrong hands. When social media got really hot, my boy Tony would say, huh, 
The feds don't need paid informants no more, huh? People's <laughs> are snitching on themselves now. Yeah. Then there's that argument of, uh, well, the others are doing it, like the Kardashians. But correct me if I'm wrong. Did Kim's sex tape get parlayed into a virtual empire? I think that answer is yes. Also, has there been another sex tape since? And naked selfies don't count. I'm talking about full-on porn. Plus, there have been attempts to copy this formula to no avail. Anyone remember Farrah Abraham from Team Mom Fame? Exactly. Fishburne's daughter. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Anyone really remember that? Hot That's so, a, hot so mom. <laughs> exactly. The success of Kim K's sex tape was a combination of many things that I'm not going to get into now. And on the other side of the coin, the Kardashians do not have the same reach or influence on impressionable black and brown girls that Cardi B does. Cardi B is a pariah. At least what she promotes is problematic. Funny thing is, the cynic in me could see this being turned into a strike against the quote-unquote patriarchy. You see, this poor product of the ghetto, she had to use her body just to get ahead. She's actually the victim of predatory males and American capitalism. Cardi made a mistake, and the stakeholders in charge of her product and brand can turn this into a teachable moment. I don't see them losing out on their investment. Either way, we'll be talking about something new next week. Nothing new to see here. You had that written down, didn't you? <laughs> Thank you, you sure so much. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that. I, but that was all. But oh, I loved oh my it. God. I, I love everything Thank you said. You so I felt like I, I wasn't letting uh, Amp who get in earlier. Amp, what, what say you, sir? Um, I'm not going to defend what she said. I think <clears throat> hopefully she's learned this. It's been three years since then that as she is increasing in success and notoriety, that she doesn't have to continue to get into these arguments, these social media uh, beefs to be relevant and even defend herself. Uh, that's That to me, I feel is a failure of the current generation of artists and celebrities where like Q, Q, like Q was saying, there aren't the checks and balances when you jump on social media. And it's just so easy to do that. I've seen it many a times in some of the social media accounts that I've managed where I'm putting out this great shit and then they decide, oh, I got something even doper and it fucks up the narrative and the campaign that I'm making. And on top of that, they just did something that was completely stupid. Now, I do not, like I said, I do not defend what Cardi B said. I don't even take it to the part of, okay, well, we all know she was a stripper and that lifestyle, that gang, it has a very nefarious element to it. But what I will say is, is that, no, it's not going to make me stop rooting for her. No, it's not going to make me stop wanting her to win because despite what people might want to see of her, I still see a very smart, intelligent, game savvy to an extent because... Being on social media, self-snitching is not very game savvy, but the other extent of how she was able to get to this level of prominence, as Michael Dean said, yes, I'm throwing you under the bus. You absolutely cannot say she has no talent to have arrived at the position that she has in the music industry and pop culture. And let me ask you, let me, let me, since you brought me up, I got to ask you a question. 
What? What? Damn, was, I was. I was. He's fucking up my flow. But go ahead. What, what was the talent that ascended her into where she's at now? What? What do you say is what is admirable to you about that? The fact that she went on social media and was able to make a large following for herself, and being able to leverage that to get on Love and Hip Hop, and leverage that opportunity on love and hip-hop to get in the same room with prominent songwriters prominent producers to then in 2018 release no yeah 2018 get number one on billboard with bodak yellow in 2000 yeah i'm sorry 2017 with bodak yellow 2018 released her album which went number one which was the first for a solo female artist in decades so yes that is talent Interesting. So I was uh, okay. I'm not. I, I, was, I, I agree with you. I, I would okay. say, what's the what's the uh, cue? Help me out. What's the the two young ladies that uh, diamond and silk. Di- diamond and silk. So <laughs> how did I know? That's what you're talking about. <laughs> In ahead, my opinion, she is just as as talented the way you laid it out as diamond and silk. You, I would say no. She's more talented than them, and I would absolutely say yes. Diamond and Silk do have talent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're the not. same to me. Like uh, one, I think you can she's, agree to disagree. Well, no, I'm saying she's the same. Like uh, she definitely had to have talent to get to where she is. It's not rap talent, but she has a personality talent. That's her main talent. I think most people will say they love her personality, and they probably like the narrative that is presented to them. Yeah. Right? You don't listen to the music. Stop lying. Diamond and Silk, I don't agree with their politics, nothing they say, but they understand uh, the they understand the playing field out here, and they know what people want to see. They know that people want to see two coons, mammy style, that appeals to certain white people, and they know that uh, they know how to present themselves that would be attracted to those types of people. That would elevate these, in my opinion, nobodies. They don't have no real, just as they're not, she's not a real rapper to me. They don't have no real political <laughs> viewpoint per se, but they know enough to, to run their mouth to, to get in a position, but they know to appeal to a certain narrative. And so, so for certain white people, they see them, oh, I love their personality. I don't agree with a damn thing they say, but they, they're funny. I love those girls. They're real. And they've made it to even a bigger plateau than actually Cardi B because they had they went to president of the United States of America who was arguably the most powerful person in the world you don't have to agree with who he is but to me it's the same sort of thing we live in a world now where you don't have to have no real old school talent like in the talent of what your field is but you have enough talent to be on TV and for people to chant chant for you that's the talent that's the Kim Kardashian talent don't have no real talent but we like to look at her for whatever reason. We, oh, that's cool. We want to be like her. But she don't do shit. Like if you was like, well, what do you actually do? Well, I take pictures or, I, you know, I strip or, you know, I, you know, whatever that or those girls, they look a certain way. Girl, honey, girl, let me tell you about Trump. It's the same type of thing that it's the world we live in right now. A lot of these cats have no talent. You couldn't have no real conversation. You wouldn't stand by them in real life and be like, yo, that's my, yo, let me chop it up. Huh? But we love the narrative. We love the, we love the show. Cult of personality. That's that's it. it. That's all they got. But anyway, go ahead. You remember, uh, this was going back years ago. 
where we were doing a story. We were talking about a story about a, a basketball. No, about a guy who wanted to sue a basketball player oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. because the basketball player stole his girlfriend. Right. And I said, I could see that guy parlaying that into millions of dollars and getting noticed. You said you, you know, would do that. Remember? I think I said something like if it was legal, <laughs> he was he was within his rights to do that. Okay. My point being that it's just, this is the same thing. I, I said he could make himself a, a star and get all kinds of people going to his whatever social networks he might have, social channels he might have. But your argument was, yeah, but he would look like a fool. And I was like, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> he would look like a fool and people would flock to him like diamond and silk. To me, that's what all this is. It just validates what I was saying then. Foolishness gets you clicks. Foolishness gets you seen, gets you pushed out to the front. He ain't lying. It appeals to the lizard brain. That's the problem. Mm. Which is our primary brain, and its main functions are to be entertained, mostly sex and violence, but to be entertained. There's no cognitive thought there. And I think to some degree, it's like people, and maybe I'm guilty of this too, I don't, I don't think I am, but they, they, they love seeing these people because they're like, okay, they make me feel superior as well. Mm. There's that too. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, and I'm not mad per se because it's always been around. Cardi is not the first of this. Not at all. She's just the biggest one right now. But, you know, uh, again, going back to the whole point of this conversation is these conversations that you said in the past or these videos. I mean, the past was three years ago. She, you said she's 26 right now. Mm. She ain't no goddamn child. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she might be young. Yeah, she, ain't no child. she ain't no child. <laughs> it ain't that. It ain't that long. Ago. I guess oh, it was like 10 years ago. I said some crap. You talk, you was robbing me. I mean, and that's I mean, and that's your lifestyle. That's cool. It's not cool, but just admit it. I don't understand. Like, then just call it for what it is. This is gr- she grimy. She's that grimy type of chick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's a setup chick. That's what we call over here. What'd you call it? A setup chick. Well, uh, even Jamaican slang. Setup. Set oh, yeah, setup. Setup. Setup set trick. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Setup gal. Because I'm Jamaican. Setup gal. Oh, what's a go on? <laughs> would she be considered? <laughs> I gotta ask. Would she be considered a chav? A chav? Mm, you know what? Not far off, you know? Not far Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got some Burberry on, some tight jeans. Yeah, she would definitely be Burberry cap. Yeah, she'd be a chav. Oh, Big sex, you want to round us out with yeah, your yeah, yeah. opinion on this situation? Well, that's not really much for me to add here. I did hear or see online that. The gentleman she allegedly robbed has recanted his video, yep. or his statement. <laughs> now, I don't know how accurate that is. But again, you know, like Mike said, people have you know, done dirt and stitched on themselves from day one. You know, a lot of the rap guys done it. You know, guys that I respect their business acumen, like Jay-Z, has said he's done certain things. And, you know, Cardi... Is that the first uh, intersection of what she's going to do, what she's going to be about? Either she's going to sit, get up on this thing and own it and then diffuse it, mm. or she's not, and it's going to bury her. So this, the next thing is on her. I, and like Anthony, I don't wish the girl any ill will. You know, it's good to see somebody 
who has the the odds stacked against them to do something. Now, I don't think her music is worth a damn, but it's not aimed at me. So I'm not really qualified to, you know, speak in depth on it other than it just doesn't speak to me. But y'all gave him a Grammy, though. <laughs> gave him a what? Y'all, y'all yeah. gave her a Grammy, though. What's me? Y'all didn't vote for her. You in that group. Aren't you in the group? Why are you so Hey, hey, y'all. The Grammy is supposed to be uh, is supposed to be about the actual, you know, skills. I thought like people that really put in the work that that actually got talent, not just popular. Hey, hey, Michael, quick question. Go ahead. Did you listen to all of the Grammy nominated albums? Thank I, you. I probably listen to none, but I listen to I listen to my boy Nipsey Hussle. And I so, and, and I know that so album no. blows her album out the water. <laughs> so that's a no. Oh no, I never said I did, and I don't vote okay. for it. Nor do I cool, care. Cool, cool. Just want to make sure I, we got that on record. Oh okay. And, yeah, yeah. Here's one of the big issues. No, I, and I know I mentioned this in my. Uh, but she's still trying. <laughs> There's that line between art and reality. What Jay Z said on record. Now I don't know if you, um, don't follow his career that closely so forgive me i don't know if he said that and confirmed it off record so because you could just say this is artistic license because of things i saw like an ice cube this. like ice there cube, you go the biggest you gangster go. on record ain't never gangbang right because <laughs> he, he took artistic license of things that he saw around the way or witnessed or whatever you want to say and parlayed that into his uh his art cardi b is saying i did this shit well, actually, in a Vanity Fair cover story in 2013, Jay-Z oh. said, I mean, I know about budgets. I was a drug dealer. Okay. So I'm just saying, you said, if he said it off record, I'm like, yes, he put it in an interview. He said he was a drug dealer. Where would he know he's a drug dealer? No, nah, because Q was talking about how... He, it was being artistic and it was, he put in his raps and I'm saying well outside of his raps in an interview he stated he was a drug dealer Okay. so okay. there's no artistic leeway we can give him well to wrap up for my final statement on this conversation there's the difference between Bill Cosby and Cardi B one was raped and one was being drugged there's a difference amen I was huh well <laughs> oh, God. Do I have to dissect this for you guys? You could rape somebody's that? wallet, taking their money without their permission. No, no, that's basically what she did. She raped him. Um, <clears throat> I, I'll say this hip hop and, and hip hop uh, listeners have no room to be passing judgment. We've made Slick Rick attempted murder, Jay Z self proclaimed drug kingpin, Nas alleged domestic violence and self proclaimed drug dealer, Tupac convicted rapist, Diddy involved in a shooting at a club, Dr. Dre multiple assaults of women, hundreds of millions of dollars. Huh? And mm-hmm. In record sales and. <laughs> Concert visits, I mean, uh, attendances and so forth. I get what Ant's saying. Yeah. I get what he's saying. Well, mm-hmm. speaking of which, and you know, Ant just reminded me of something that's currently cooking. Apparently, the young lady from the host, or who hosted the show Pump It Up, Dee Barnes, is apparently homeless. Mm-hmm. Has anyone heard about that? Yeah. Yeah. I and, saw the story. And shout out to her, but I, I'm just, I don't know enough about it, but I'm like, she got to be around our age when I, you know, 40s, almost 50. 
I'm not understanding is she not able to get a job or like I don't I'm just curious I don't know her whole story but I'm curious why she's I'm homeless like she can't work or something or it just seems odd to me is she a disability or something because I don't I mean I don't know I just I'd be wanting to know why a person is homeless unless something's going on like she had medical bills or you know what I mean like because uh, I, I know people who ain't in the spotlight at all Working their ass off, so I don't. Is they not hiring out there? Like, what's, what's just going? to speak. Oh, go ahead. I'll, okay, I'll, I'll be brief. You know, we don't know the whole story. All that was really reported is that she uh, put up a tweet. You know, just saying that in like one sentence. And then she put up GoFundMe camp. So I'm like, well, yes, she did. Yes, she you did. Putting up asking for money. I need the story, motherfucker. Like, what? you know. So, and there is no story that I'm aware of. And <laughs> and again, I am not trying to. Uh, you know, rip anybody's character, but we don't know if there are some pharmaceutical issues here. We don't know, and that's something that needs to be talked about before she starts hitting people in the wallet. Yeah, because my man Q said something earlier in the show. There's always work at the post. I, I mean, gotta have a change. Now again, I'm, I'm gonna try to look it up, but. Uh, yeah, here we go. D Barnes, and beautiful sister, man. D Barnes has always been admin telling, speaking her truth. And as unpretty as that has often been, on March 15th, the hip hop journalist tweeted a link to her current GoFundMe page titled Help D Barnes, revealing she is facing homelessness. Uh, hip hop community has not hesitated and they've contributed up to 28,000 currently. Okay. <laughs> More than five times the initial five thousand dollars. Hey, that's dope though. That's that's not on cold. I'm trying to see where it's what says here or why she was homeless. Even though she says uh the GoFundMe says, even though I am facing extreme financial hardships, I keep my head up, I know who I am, I know my worth, and I know I'm not alone. Okay, everyone is dealing with their own different struggles. Some of us less fortunate than others. It may sound cliche, but things will turn around in your favor. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, I don't. I mean, hey, salute to 28,000. I ain't mad. Um, but I'm curious as to what the situation was, but, you know, whatever. Uh, so. you know, I was going to say really quickly that a lot of people in the public eye who are, for whatever reason, no longer in the public eye, don't necessarily have transferable job skills to get out there in the workforce like the rest of us, because they've been doing this other thing for so long. But she, they wouldn't understand it. True, but D. Barnes was popping. Uh, nineteen ninety one. You think she would be able to parlay that into? A YouTube hey, channel. You could change <laughs> career. Yeah, I mean, you could. Absolutely, absolutely. Shit, Barbizon was still open back then. Oh shit! <laughs> and all it says here is that she was facing uh, being evicted, and this was created as an emergency to fund and stop the process and the subsequent legal fees. I mean, you got to think she's made some damn good money over the years, right? No. If she ain't working no. again, I, we, wasn't she a personality on? I don't. On a, 90, uh, that was in the 90s, though. Was, uh, she hasn't been doing anything since the 90s. Uh, apparently not. <laughs> what have you heard of? Again, well, but that's what uh, I'm saying. She can't. 
is I'm again, I don't know. I'm not gonna disparage your sister, but you can always go work as a regular job. It's nothing wrong Tony with M that. Did it. My man what's Jeffrey my man Owens? out there Tony doing M. my man doing the Uber? Uh my man was was busting Oh, uh Jaheem. Jaheem. My guy was working at Whole Foods or whatever, busting groceries. I mean, it's a job, yeah, man. Yeah. You gotta support yourself. Yeah, didn't Tony M end up getting a, a desk job or something like that too? Hey, man, holding his family down, man. Seven oh two working at a casino in Vegas. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. No doubt. What was uh yeah, uh Cole working in a uh used car dealership. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that, man. My man my man uh from BBD. They're doing the real estate, all kind of stuff, man. Business. But that's Go different. Talk, he still got talk. the BBD popping. Well, I know, but before a while, they were seeing us. I had to get in where he fit in and say, let's start our own business, man. Just like the money you Wendy. made in investment. Yeah. Holla at Wendy Williams. She she knows what you're going through. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he said that. <laughs> no, I don't get it. Why? You can't bring a Wendy Williams because she's going to be out of a job soon if she keeps taking time off because her husband's cheating on her. Wow. I thought you took time off because you were sitting in a halfway house. Okay, so the tea that is um, her husband has a mistress. She had a baby last week. Wendy mm. put herself in relapse because of that. And now she's relapsing again because of the baby's being born. Mm. So production are talking about cancelling, but the show has already been renewed for another season till 2020. So right now there's some talks going on. Well, with Jordan Peele and his new directing um, career. <laughs> Slick segue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> Where's this going? Go I'm oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Man. I was going to say with Jordan going. Peele and his budding directed, directorial career, mm -hmm. she could get a job in one of his films. Okay. Although he yeah. did say, although he did say he would not necessarily hire a white male lead. Not necessarily. And How does that relate to her, though? It's a yeah, segue. It's a segue. It's a segue. <laughs> oh. I thought Mike was running this show. <laughs> no, no, it's cool. I, I, I allow it. Allow it. <laughs> are you done? Are you done? <laughs> Who is he talking to about are you done? I don't know. Anyway, but yes, let's go to, let's go to Jordan uh, thing. So, of course, he made those. Then, of course, this, there's a lot of smoke online about that from certain people my take is this i can respect what he says i just don't think it's good business for him to be saying that in public personally not that they don't not, not the other directors it's not implied that they're probably always going to hire a white guy but they if they would have come out and say something like that their careers probably be over mm -hmm. just too political of a statement but i mean he don't give a fuck. He, he said what he said. Uh, I'm curious, uh, Q. What do you think about that? I wouldn't. I wouldn't make a statement like that. I might feel that way, and I might uh, practice that what I think. I'm not going to come out and say that. <laughs> I mean, why put yourself out there like that? You can do what you want to do, and people can comment, and then you can strike back if you want to. You know, but you got to play chess, not checkers. Don't. Why would you? You don't see white folks saying we're only going to cast white people in our films. They, now they might do that. But they're, yeah, not, they're, not, they're not gonna be stupid enough to say that. So why why do we always do why are we saying stuff like that? Well it, we it, Well in, in fairness, you know, Brie Larson said something similar to, to that would cause a lot of smoke toward Captain Marvel. Where she only wanted to be she say? What did she say? She, she only she wanted to do reviews from uh she didn't want white males to be reviewing. She wanted to do press junkets with 
people of color. Oh, okay. Which, okay. you know, I can understand what she's saying, but the same way I would say with Jordan, you have a major blockbuster movie about to drop or you're getting your bag right now. You make those statements at, on the off time or like not right when your shit's about to pop off. You know, and you got millions of you got millions of dollars on the you line. Might, there's no in social with cell phones and cameras. There's no off time when you a celebrity. There's no off time. Well, I'm saying like when your product's about to drop. You know, what I'm saying like like for him, your movie just came out, man. Everyone's loving it. Don't tank it. Get your money first. It's called confidence. What's it called who? It's called confidence. He has a lot of that. Yeah, well, you're gonna get a nigga wake up call. There's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of nigga wake up calls out there. Too. <laughs> the funny thing is funny why he said that because I watched I went to go see us the um the other day and a lot of white males are in that audience watching it and loving it and I'm just like hmm interesting. What's well, a Very. good movie? It's a, I mean, it's a, yeah. it's a movie for everybody. Mm, yeah, it's true. Yeah, not... definitely. Uh, I'll go and watch it. Go ahead. Big big sexy. What do you think about his comments? I'm with you. You know, he should have said it. That's a bad look publicly to <clears throat> automatically eliminate any group vocally in the public setting like that. That's just stupid. Especially when your resume consists of two films. <laughs> Dude, you gotta you know, you can't run your mouth to build up that that portfolio and that was a little uh I, I understand his his premise, but he he should have kept that one in you know in house. Well actually it's three films, but I get your point. What was the third one? Uh, what was the one with the cat? I keep that cat. I remember. The name. <laughs> oh yeah, he directed that. Oh yeah, Keanu. Oh. Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't see too many people bringing that up when they Jordan Peele, <laughs> Keanu, get out now. <laughs> I think they left that one out of the, the promo reel. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, that's uh. And I, and I want to see that movie again. Have we all seen the movie now? Everyone here? What, Big what, Sexy? Have you seen? No. <laughs> I haven't seen us yet, no. Oh, okay, so everybody has not wow, seen us. Wow, really? Yeah, what you waiting for? Yes, wow. Wait, 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 wait. I have not seen it yet. It is not seen the movie, and horror movies ain't my thing anyway. It's not really much of a horror movie, though. You're a grown-ass man. Stop being scared to go see it. It's not a horror movie, Big Sexy. Trust me, you like it. It's more of a thriller. See, yeah. see, Chloe just broke it down. Thank you, sweetheart. Anthony, bite me. I heard you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. All right. I wanted okay. to go to, we got to do a follow-up on my, on, on your guy, Jesse Smullett. Uh, yes, yes. Um, oh, I love Jesse. Okay, good, good. So here's, here's a, a new headline. Uh, let me just jump in here. It says, uh, Jesse Smollett will not take home an image award. Uh, the controversial Empire actor who recently saw hate hoax charges dropped against him in a decision that riled politicians and the media lost to fellow nominee Jesse Williams of Grey's Anatomy in the outstanding supporting actor category in the non-televised portion of the awards on Friday, according to ABC News. Let me get this correct. I'm not reading anymore. They have Jussie Smollett nominated for an Image Award. <sighs> what did he do to get that? 
I guess his, he was an outstanding supporting actor in a non-televised... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah, he was... Uh, for his work on Empire, apparently. Oh, okay. Uh, to me, I, maybe this thing was decided before all of the stuff happened. Mm-hmm. I just... I don't know. For me, personally, it's not a good look, man. He's still in a lot of hot water. Are they still look. giving it to him? Well, no, he lost. Oh, okay. Actually. But just to even be nominated, I just feel like... But I, again, I don't... You know, it is what it is. But And of course, he has been... Charges were dropped against him. Um, even, uh, even your boy Trump, president, has something to say about that. Uh, I think he's come out and said recently that he was going to have the feds look into this. That's some bullshit. Tra- travesty. Um, well, here, you know, my thing about it is this. <clears throat> and we talked about this when we first talked about him. You know, Jesse's whole little scam was calling smoke on Trump and MAGA. And he, he was poking the bear. You know, he, he wanted to get everybody riled up. <laughs> and good, hey, let's get up. We're going to get. So when you actually had the motherfucker respond back to you, I mean, this is what you wanted. You know, mm-hmm. Trump is petty. And now that you sort of, now that the charges drop and everybody's crying and stuff, of course Trump going to be, oh, see, here you go. You know, and I saw, he, I guess he had a rally or something the other day. I saw a little clip. He was talking about Jesse at the rally. Oh. You know, oh, you know, getting everybody all hyped up. And again, this is not the kind of smoke anybody would really want. I mean, you don't, you want to stay off the radar of these types of cats, man, because they, they're vindictive. Uh, he has power. This shit is corrupt. And you don't want the president of the United States, no matter what president it is, calling your name out and uh, saying they're going to throw the feds on you. No, whoever wants that look, <laughs> that ain't cool. So to me, it's just, again, don't play that game where you gonna, you, you're calling out people that can crush you. Because Donald Trump, it's not fair, but he could crush you. Like he can put things in motion to mess you up. Mm-hmm. So it's just not smart to get involved in that. Now he's getting all this attention. He's getting the wrong type of attention. I wouldn't be surprised. To me, they gonna have him like OJ. I see a yes. lot of people. They like oh, like when OJ got off, got off, and it's ah oh, fucker. They gonna if for any, you better never not fuck up no more. Like Jay Jesse better take. stay clear because they gonna throw the book at him. What if something happened? They ready. And and that's it. Just goes to sh- again, dick and attention, man. My <laughs> any rational black man who just got acquitted or charges dropped. Let me be clear. And you was looking like they had you looking like you was gonna do some crazy time, and everybody was on you. And they said this charges dropped. Most brothers would be like, "Let me lay low in the cut. Let's go out the back." Thank mm. God. Woo. Lord Jesus. One ticket to Tahiti, Andrew. But this, <laughs> this <laughs> needs, let's have a let's have a press conference. Oh my mama, I never would put her up. I would lie like that. I yeah. stand like, oh, you this, did do that, this you? nigga. You do. <laughs> you just want them to come and get you. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Just to me, it just goes, but it goes to show. He always wants to be in the spotlight. He can't stop. And even when they give you a pass and you shut the fuck up and go out the back and thank God you can breathe 
He jumped right back on the mic. He was on his R. Kelly, went to McDonald's at a Big <laughs> <Yeah>. Mac. <laughs> what more do you want from me? I told you I didn't do it. <laughs> you playing with these people. They, I, I don't get it, man. And then he embarrassed the city of Chicago because they did an international manhunt to find those guys in Nigeria. Mm. Oh, no. Now, now, Mark, help, help me out on this. The charges weren't dropped. This was a deal because he forfeited his bond and there's a uh, there's something on the table where he has to do community service. Am I wrong? That's, that's not charges dropped, correct? Well, I'm hearing the community service thing was he was doing volunteer work not community service, but they did keep his bond money and to me as an attorney, no, man, that's not dropped because that that would imply a complete exoneration and we don't have that here. You know, And they mentioned record sealed. I'm just, I'm, I'm confused again if the charges are dropped. They said the sealed? records were sealed by mistake. That the, uh-huh. the prosecutor lady was on TV and she said they were supposed to just seal one part of it, but it was a clerical mistake and they ended up sealing the whole thing. Yeah. The State well, Bar it, of uh, Illinois came out, this, I think yesterday or this morning, and ripped the DA's office for this whole deal. Hmm. People may lose their licenses behind this one. And well, now they, I'm, I'm looking at an article here. It says uh, Chicago prosecutor Joseph Maggots. Drops nice. all char- drops all charges against Justice Smollett, and he said, "He said now th- the reason he does this." I'm like, "Really?" He says, uh, "Basically, this is what I'm reading from the uh, from the article. It appears the assistant state attorney felt the crime was not really that big a deal." Oh shit! And so him and Kim Fox they are catching heat over this. You see, because I'm kind of torn on this because. Looking at this, I wholeheartedly believe he set this up. This was a hoax. And I'm kind of like, I'm on my fuck Jamal's punk ass. For, for Nate, I want to say that. <laughs> yeah, pause. Pause. <laughs> uh, because he, he's making light and bringing undue uh, bad energy towards people that are actually victims of hate crime and racism and the homophobic crimes. But on the other side, my black, the way my blackness is set up, I'm like, shit, fuck them. He got off. Just like OJ, just like MJ. Something about them J's, they could just get their shit tossed out and done. So I'm, I'm on the fence on if I should be happy or sad about this shit. I'm happy for him. Well, I ain't happy for him. I'm just happy he made them look bad. Yeah. Don't have you because you know. What about the well? Before I even say that, was there any talk of federal charges for the the mail, the letters and the notes that were sent? It may happen because, as we all know, the federal court is a distinct and independent arm of the of the um, judicial of justice. Mm-hmm. So just because the county has said no, the feds can step in. Pardon me, we'd like to speak to you. So that may happen. Personally, I hope it does. But at, at this point, if they do it, they're going to look like they're piling on this guy. So this might be one of the times where we just have to drop it and walk away. Because you don't want to sway support back in this guy's favor. And now they got... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, something, some shit that he started for no reason other than dick and attention. 
And then they got these headlines coming out today. CNN got one. Michelle Obama's ex-top aide text the Jussie Smollett prosecutor uh, early in the process. So they, they trying to tie all just to say Obama's. They're trying to tie it all in, boys. He done started a whole whole little thing see, up. See, I, I can I understand why some white folks are upset. I mean, that's just that's just them not being used to black folks having privilege. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. What I don't understand is why black folks are so upset. I just can't muster up the anger that he got that he staged this thing and he he got off. I mean, it's a, it is a travesty of justice, I think, but I I'm like why why are we so angry about why do we hate okay with it? Are you okay with it, Q? Well, I I I'm sorry, say that again. Are you okay with it? I just said I think he did perpetrate a hoax and I think he I think it's wrong that they dropped all the charges. However, from the beginning, even when it came out that he was a it was a hoax or potentially a hoax, I just couldn't muster up all the anger that I was seeing from so many people in the black community against this guy. Well, okay. Q, you, you got to remember a lot of what you see online is exaggerated. You know that. I wonder if and, it's because I wonder if it's partly based in homophobia. Uh, oh, I didn't think so. Nah, to I, me, I, it, it to me it would have been because somebody could have got hurt. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? To me, that's the thing. Somebody could have got hurt out here trying to fight for him. And then he he's the guy who ain't putting in no work and then got you shot up or put in jail over some bullshit. That's what I don't like about well, it. I think it's because of the fact that if it was a regular person who's black and did the same thing what he did, they would have got charged and be in prison right now. I think because he's famous. That's the reason why they didn't make an example out of him. And that's but, why he's walking around free. But if that's the case, why, did, why were people cheering for OJ? It's the same situation, isn't it? OJ didn't put no hoax out and get people to... No, no, but I'm saying... I was even born when OJ, so I can't talk on that. Say that again? What? I was even born when OJ happened, so I can't speak on that. Don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm the youngest one on the panel, and now I... Yeah, not anymore! (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, if it's about being famous and black, it seems like uh, people wouldn't have been cheering for OJ either. You know, I don't. I, I I have to disagree with that a little bit because when I watched the ESPN thing, Thirty for Thirty, and speaking with Anthony, who lives in Southern California and was there during all this nonsense, he said something, and this or something else presented in that special, where I can see why a lot of black people in that area would feel that way, because they've been getting fucked over for years. By the cops. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was not aware of this. And then, in fact, there was this one thing that stood out. This um, Korean store owner shot this girl yes. over some fucking orange juice and didn't, you know, do any time behind it? No. Says she was not a threat to the community. That's some bullshit. And there. felt that she would never do this again. Is that the See, Latasha thing or something? Natasha Ireland. Natasha ludicrous, oh, man. man. That is ludicrous. Because even when I was younger, uh, the family had an Escalade, and I would drive it. And depending on what part of the city I was in, I'd get pulled over. The cop would say, does the owner of the vehicle know you're driving it? My name is on the registration. You know, just because they see a black man in a nice vehicle. And that's back when I was, you know, living in that on that side of town. 
Shit, they see a black man in a fucked up vehicle. The first car I ever Same drove thing. was a 78 uh, Camaro. The shit was all damn. almost damned it to the ground. It was smoking. I got pulled over with my boy and these two girls. Never mind what happened afterwards. I had the point. We got pulled <laughs> out of the car. <laughs> all of us got frisked. They searched the car, and I'm like, Dude, like it's not like it wasn't like the the gangster Cutlass or the uh oh, what's the other ones the Cutlass and what's come on Quinn, what's the, yeah I can't remember the name Regal yeah the Re- it wasn't a Cutlass or a Regal it wasn't a Cadillac it wasn't no flashy as uh, uh Benz or Beamer this was a '78 bucket and they did me like that come on yeah because you were you were messing with the environment man you had had the car smoking and everything a '78 bucket. <laughs> Get out and push. 78, get out and push. Oh, man. I had one of those, too. What did, he, what did uh, McSlide say in my hoopty? Throw the pickles on my rug. <laughs> <laughs> man. Well, yeah, Michael Jones just posted a picture in our little chat here. And uh, I was going to bring this up. Yes, because Jesse why, Smollett. Why is my slave name now? I'm sorry. Oh, Lord. Jesus. Uh, but there's a picture, and he's standing next to Michelle Obama, Barack. Um, but he also, uh, I think why he get a lot of smoke, again, it's a very political time we're in, and he played on the political part of it. His whole hoax was based on that. And a lot of, a lot of these political, Nancy Pelosi tweeted support and was talking about him, Cory Booker. Kamala Harris, all of them were out there champion, you know, support for him and then had to pull back. And so it became a whole big thing. And then, of course, you know, you went after the dawn. And he don't like none of the people you standing with. Uh, Mike, don't these, look like, don't these look like they were photoshopped, though? Yeah, they do. They might be, but he got pictures. I've seen pictures of him with Michelle Obama for sure mm-hmm. uh, doing stuff. He, he's plugged in. Not but, anymore. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. One, According to CNN, it sounds like they might have been pulling some strings in the back to, right. to holler at people. But again, which happens with a lot of rich and powerful people. You you clicked in. They're going to do their thing. That's, that is what it is. But and that's probably why he got, I would imagine, it would be a lot to do with why they let it go. That, that, that Fox lady, was her name Kim Fox? I wouldn't be surprised if she's clicked in with the Obamas back in Chicago. And Man, let let. let that's what we got to do to make this go away. You know, I ain't mean no. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised about it, but I'm sure. Uh, and this why the, the the mayor is a sucker because I'm sure he probably wasn't clicked in with that. What do you mean? You know, this is my city, and I'm supposed to be pulling the strings, and I don't know nothing about this. But where was his energy when all the killings be going down? Why, well, why? I remember Rahm Emanuel was Obama's first chief of staff. Oh, who does is that? The mayor? Yes. But he, apparently he was out the loop, right? Because he didn't know. Nothing. He said he didn't know nothing about the situation. They didn't. Well, they didn't console the with me. Why? Why he was going? So I'm saying he wasn't plugged in to the situation, obviously. And well, I'm saying too is that why wasn't he out there going hard in the media? You know, damn near crying when he got your whole city's getting gunned down weekly after week. Where, where's the initiative then on some real shit? To me, he's the issue. Of the whole why is that city fucked up in the first place? Isn't he the mayor? Democrat, but you're gonna come out on TV talking about this? Eh, it looks he looks funny style to me. But on top of that, there's still an uh, an unanswered question. These two Nigerian brothers. So 
they did it. So that means Jesse is going to be testifying against them, right? They ain't been charged with nothing. They they haven't been charged with anything. But the police are saying those are the ones who did it. So I'm saying, okay, so if you said that... They cooperated, so they let him go. So if his charges are being dropped, and these are the guys you said did it, what is the outcome of their situation? They're free to go. They probably was given immunity because they helped out. Yes. (laughs) They never said homeboy didn't do it they just dropped the charges because they probably was like well like you said it wasn't that big of a deal he done paid his little money maybe he might do some little community thing who knows but they were like we got bigger fish to fry it's just that it was so publicized they probably would have let anybody walk on something like that to some degree but he a big star and it's all over the news so it looked crazy but i don't think they would charge them dudes but i I personally think they're gonna get jesse on some federal shit it, it just probably was. It just probably goes to show Chicago had a lot of corruptness going on in the background for it to even get this far where they would let it drop like that. And even when, when even when everyone's watching is corrupt, you know, it's corrupt that they got all these killings and ain't nobody being held accountable. You got a celebrity clowning the city, creating hoaxes. He walking the whole thing is champ is is a joke, making the whole city look like a joke. But they had problems before Jesse Smollett, my opinion. The, the fact that the mayor is even out talking over this, but he wasn't talking to the, the weekend reports where they had 50 shots. He don't be on TV crying and fuck out of here, man. I'm going to be a nerd here for a second. But it wasn't Gotham City patterned after Chicago? No. <laughs> okay. That's New York. New York, gotcha. Well, then what was Minneapolis? Metropolis? Oh, yep, you're right. You're right. Metropolis was uh, after New York. No, Metropolis, Metropolis was Toronto. It was what? That's what I. That's what I was. I told ain't when never I heard that. I can t- well. I can tell you. Just look it up. I was in Toronto last year, and they said that um, one of the creators was a native of Toronto. He worked for a newspaper, the Toronto Sun, I want to say. And the Daily Planet was based on the Toronto Sun, and Metropolis was based on Toronto. Now that might be just that city trying to pub them up. But pub up the city, but that's what that's what I was told. Who told you this? I think I I believe well, people in Toronto. We went on some tour guide or something like that. Well, actually, wait. Uh, I'm just looking online. It says Gotham City was originally New York in the Batman comic series. However, in the '60s, real cities were also introduced in the DC universe, making Gotham its own. Chris Nolan films is clear inspiration in Chicago. Uh, Metropolis, fictional city, appearing in America. Uh, hmm. Because it was either Joe Schuster or Jerry. Actually, I think it was Joe yeah. Schuster. Here's something that says Neil Adams, who has illustrated Batman for DC Comics since the 1970s, says he always thought of Chicago with its 1940s mobster history and miles of dark alleys as the basis for Gotham City. Chicago has had a reputation for a certain kind of criminality, says Adams, who lives in New York City. So that was the illustrator. Metropolis, the co-creator and the original artist, Superman, Joe, what's his name? Joe Schmester? Schuster? Schuster. Schuster modeled the Metropolis skyline after Toronto, where he was born and lived until he was 10. Since then, however, the look and feel of Metropolis has been greatly influenced by New York City. It's changed. Q is correct initially. I never heard that. That's interesting. 
I, but I, hey, I never knew that either. But he, like I said, he worked for the Toronto Sun, and that's how he based he based his exploits as a reporter. He, that helped him to create Clark Kent. Hmm. All right. Learn something new every day. Give it up to Q. I know, you're gonna, that. I know you're gonna remember this one. No. <laughs> Does somebody want to say something? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, speaking real quick, I'm gonna jump on comics for a quick second. <clears throat> there was uh, the release of Detective Comics 1000 came out last week. Mm. Uh, I actually bought that and started reading. It's actually a a compilation it's a whole bunch of different so the top artists and writers they all get to do their story short stories in there um it's badass art uh and on the covers um there's a lot of variant covers i got the cover that's the frank miller good choice uh, cover that just jumped out at me when i saw it but i did read that so far i've read the first two stories in there it's pretty good the uh the, the second one i read it was a kevin smith drawn by jim lee and it, it was about uh, Batman getting the actual gun that uh, killed his parents. <laughs> that was an interesting story. Did you read this book, uh, Big Sexy? I did, and I also picked up a Frank Miller cover, wow. as well as a Jim Steranko cover. And I enjoyed it. it. But they hit you in the wallet, though. It was $10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $10. $10. Per yeah. book? It, yeah. But it was all new content. There was no reprint in there, which was good. And it looks like in the last story, I think, was written by Jeff Johns but I'm, or Scott Snyder. I'm not certain. It looks like there's a new villain being introduced there. Uh, he's from the games, the Arkham Knight. <laughs> Anyone plays the Batman video games, they bring him into the DC universe. So I, I haven't read it, but I did see that last page. And I was like, oh, okay, shit. You know, so it, all in all, the stories were very good. And... Uh, you know, I was at first taken aback by the price, but then I spoke to my, my retailer. He's like, how many times are you going to see a book numbered 1,000 in your lifetime? Right. I'm like, well, there's this and there's action. And that's pretty – and the only one that, that comes to mind was – let me get my super nerd stuff on now. Back in the day, when you see all these Dell comics like, um, you know, Little Lana and any of those cartoons – they were all one title. Dell four color comics. Those went up to the fifteen hundreds. Okay. Do you think do either of you think that this is something well, two questions. Uh when did this well, when did this come out? Did it come out this came out Tuesday. Wednesday. Do, Wednesday. do you think they're all snatched up already? Uh I don't know. Oh, there's a lot so. of variant covers, Q. Yeah. I'm sure you should do you think something you think this is something one should purchase and hold on to it. I wouldn't go that far simply because there are so many covers. And for instance, I picked up the, the Frank Miller. I picked up the Jim Steranko and there was one more I picked up and I can't think of the guy's name. And there is a Jim Lee cover. There's a Neil Adams has three covers. Oh, I want the Neil Adams, Adams cover. Whoa, 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 whoa. The Neil covers are for sale through his website at oh. 50 bucks a pop. You cannot get huh? to the stores. <laughs> you want it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I spent, I spent four times that on uh, 
on a on, a, on the family CD. I'm not doing it again. Hilarious. <laughs> now, see, the Neil one may may be something to consider if you're talking investments because you could get a Neil one which are not going to be widely produced, uh, yeah, and true. then get it slabbed and auto or get it autographed and then slabbed. You may have a little something. Man, I, I remember I bought all them damn variant covers for Death of Superman. They ain't paid me shit. <laughs> well, you bought the wrong books. You was a sucker, man. Come on, man. <laughs> damn. Sucks. <laughs> yeah, they had this. Um, it was a Fantastic Four hardcover. But when I pointed at it, the, the guy at the shop said, yeah, that's the Ten Commandments. I mean, it was about as it was a big slab of a book. It was the it was the Galactus run. FF48. Forty-nine fifty. I guess. Was the, watch, yeah. was the Watcher in it too? That one. Uh, I didn't open Fish it, Galactus, but it was the yeah, it was the cover. classic one. But it was just big giant slab of a book. It was only fifty bucks though. I was damn. I was like, man, that was, it looks so dope though. I was like, ah, not, I kind of want to get that. Just be you know, just it looks amazing. But they got all kind of these big ass specialty type books out there, man. Well, speaking of specialty books. Uh, there's a company, I forget the name, but there is a boxed set of things coming out. One featuring the Justice League, and it's going to have every appearance of JLA, JSA crossovers, and they want 100 bucks for it, I believe. No, I take that back. They want 500 for it. <laughs> and there is one featuring the Frank Miller Daredevil run. And all of Frank Miller's Daredevil-related work. And, again, they want hundreds of dollars for these things. I asked my retailer, I said, are you getting this stuff? He's all, yeah. People will buy these things. I'm like, well, good luck with that. Because hmm. at the end of the day, it's all just reprinted trade paperbacks in a different uh, packaging. So, no, I don't think I need that. Oh, you know what? Did you see that they are doing, like, they call them facsimiles or something? They're, like, reprinting old comics and they look exactly like yeah i know what you're talking about i, I, See, that, I saw that this week <laughs> that's a problem remember back in the day they had the big treasury sized edition books remember those like superman versus muhammad ali that stuff yes, oh yeah yeah, that. yeah yeah they did dc did one or did a run with action number one all-star comics number one batman number one all that and they were identical to the original books and some people actually thought they were original and paid thousands of dollars for them because they're stupid. Yeah, no, they, they just put out the, I know a specific one they put out this week, I believe, was the that Incredible Hulk that has Wolverine, like the first one. 181. But it looks like you would have bought it back in the day. You know, it still says three ninety nine or something. No, actually, maybe it does say that, but the other price is the real price. But I was, I'm wondering, is that, the, is that the thing now? Like they're just literally just printing regular comic books? Are these old issues? Well, you know, people like you know get that that feeling of nostalgia, and, you know, because I remember when I was a kid, I actually did own Hulk 181. I bought it off the rack in 1974. Hmm. You know, so a lot of people want to want to try to recapture that. It's interesting. But the book I, I bought that book you mentioned, Mike, and I bought that like four or five years ago. Yeah, they just came out with another print of it. This they had a number of issues of different books, but I know that was one of them. Uh, I just bought it because I wanted to see the story. I know it's not worth anything. Right. Yeah, these aren't worth nothing either. But uh, uh, Real quick, did anybody see 
uh, you know, my my guy. This is my guy. I know I'm the, I know I'm the only one here, but Zack Snyder. He did a uh, uh, special event where I guess they show the director's editions of his movies. Then they had like a big Q and A. No, I didn't know about this. Yeah, was, I heard about it, but I don't want, I don't know anything about it. Yeah, some of the clips are online, but he basically was talking about. Uh, he started talking about Justice League, of course, and Batman v Superman. And some of the things he was saying, he said that they didn't, they actually never really shot his original script for Justice League. He said that they had the script done right when Batman v Superman came out. Of course, people were stripping on the movie. So one of brothers told him to rewrite it. So they rewrote the script and then uh, toned it down because apparently they were going to do some real crazy stuff. At one point, he was talking about the, the nightmare Batman scene. And how he was saying that all of that stuff was going to tie into like maybe the third movie was going to be in the future or something. And De- Darkseid had taken over the world and destroyed everything. And only a few of the heroes were left. And uh, they were there was a whole it was, it, you know, it was interesting the way he described it. It sounded like how you might think in game sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it was like they had to go back in time and try to change things. And he was like, we got to send the flash back to t- try and convince Bruce to do something different. And they were like trying to figure out the right time to ch- you know, turn them back in time. And he was like, well, you sent them back in time. That one time where I was sitting in a bat cave, that ain't the right time. So send it to the other time or something like that. And yeah, they were talking about like dark side had killed Lois. Uh, came through a boom tube and murdered Lois, and that was why Clark was crazy and all this. And it, it was very interesting. And he was like, you know, they just—he was like, we were scared. You know, we knew it was out there, and we were nervous to shoot it. Um, Warner Brothers, of course, was nervous, but he was like, yeah, this is kind of what we were trying to do, and blah blah blah. I just thought it was an interesting uh, concept because looking at it now, what he was describing, it it seems so similar to kind of what we're about to see a little bit you know dealt with time travel and alternate things and going back and saving people who died and stuff and i was to me it's just weird that those that movie like batman v superman came out the same time civil war did and it was very similar themed um but of course one works and one doesn't but i thought that was an interesting thing that he talked about uh in regards to that movie um i don't think they'll ever put out that Snyder cut that people talks about, but who knows? They they put out the Donner cut years later, so who knows? Maybe they will at some point. Shout out to Q. I think he had to jet out. Are you still here, Q? Okay, bounced out. I guess not. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, let's see. What else did we have on deck? Chloe, are you still here? Chloe. Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. What what time is it oh, over there? Attitude too. <laughs> Oh no, I'm chilling. I'm literally like it's um She probably lit by that by now. I had a workshop for women empowerment. So I've been I'm feeling really positive at the moment. And I'm buzzing with positivity. But it's like eleven minutes past eight over here. Oh, okay. okay. So, it's okay. Oh, and the clocks go forward tonight. So let me sh- let me shift. Oh, no, let me shift the conversation to, to Prince for a second because we have the uh, celebration coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- I know uh, now you're coming to the celebration, right, Chloe? 
Yes, I listen. Okay, I haven't. Okay, I'm trying to keep you on a hush hush now, but you can't. Oh, now you're going. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> blast. <laughs> you can edit that out. Yeah. No. Um. Yes, I am coming. Everyone else coming? Say it again. And you coming? Is everyone else coming? Well, you I coming? am. I'm not sure with the, the fellas. Anybody? And aunt? what? I am working I'm, for something, working on something for June, and that's all I can say. Okay, so that means there's a no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 I didn't mean like that, but yeah. I, I'm try. I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to make the uh, logistics work. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah. That's all right. it. That's a Quentin. I won't be there either. I have something cooking in June as well. <laughs> What's her name? Hilarious. See, see, when I'm coming down, that's when everyone's not coming. But when I'm not there, that's when everyone's there. So unfair. Well, you should have came last year. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to have a lot of people out there. We're, we're, you know, Kinesis I mean, is going to be there. Kinesis is going to be there. Yeah, there you go. Her crew is going to be mo- there. I'm the Moose um, Squad. Shout out to Stephanie. Yeah. yeah. Stereo, Crystal, Erica, and of course, Kinesis are all going to be there. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I think I thought we were gonna talk about some video games because that's what's on my mind at the moment. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, nope. Far Cry. <clears throat> Which game you said? Far Cry, the New Dawn. Uh, how was that? I didn't get that one. Mm. Okay, so save your money. I don't know. It's just a bit. I expected it's obviously it's like a continuation of the story from the fifth one about New Eden mm-hmm. and the John C. scenario. Um, obviously, have everyone played the game? I didn't. I have it. I Has just didn't it? finish it. I have not I played, played five. Five. Have you? Well, can I spoil it? Oh, I don't, I just, sure, it's sure. game's okay. been out for a while. So, anyways, there, there's no good endings. Anyways, there's like everyone dies. It's <laughs> like a nuclear nuclear bomb or something goes off. Something yeah, like, and yeah. you get trapped in a bunker with um, John Seed. Oh. So basically. Um, in the new dawn, it's basically like seventeen years or twenty years after the the bomb had dropped in um, on the state in the states, and um, you're a new character. But this is like the first time I've seen a Far Cry g- game where your old the old character meets the new character. Hmm. So one of your gun for hires is the character from your the character you played in um number five. But basically, you introduce these two twins who are basically just like. I don't know, ragamuffins, they're literally just like terrorizing these people who are trying to survive on nothing. Could Lou and Mick? Anyways, basically, the game is, there's not much of a story to it. I thought it would be more of a storyline to how they end up taking over New Eden and they end up taking over Hope County, I meant to say, sorry. And um, the gameplay is quite fun. I feel, to me, it still looks like beta. It still looks like it's still in like demo mode instead of it being official. Hmm. So it's a lot of pink, uh, to be honest. It's saturated. I feel like I think they should have waited a little bit more. And um, if they were going to like release it as a full game, because to me, it's a bit too short. It gives me DLC vibes instead. That's what it looks like to me, yeah. Yeah. Um, So uh, I was a bit disappointed with the ending as well uh, but it's not so bad it's okay i'm not a gamer by the way but i just like games i'm just saying Let's put that disclaimer out there but <laughs> you a gamer stop it <laughs> what's so, your twitch um, channel but, girl 
don't know. It's the same as my. Um, I think it's a little Masisi. I think it's the same as my origins. You do and have a Twitch channel? I, I was kidding. I you do I, have a Twitch. Okay. Snip, just, so just, snitching. Yeah, that's true. But um, so yeah, um, yeah, I was a bit disappointed with that anthem. Trash, trash. I'm sorry. Wow, Who, okay. Are you guys fans of anthem? I still play it to this day. A what game? What? Begrudgingly, anthem. Oh no, I, not, uh, I ain't touch it. I'd rather play Horizon Zero Dawn if I'm ever gonna touch Anthem. Oh, Anthem I want that so Anthem bad. It's such a beautiful game. It's I, so beautiful. Yeah, I gotta buy a PS4. I, I gotta get that. Um, there's another new game I got. Uh, Sekiro. Am I saying that right? Have you guys heard of this one? It's like that kind of ninja. Samurai. Yeah, he's like a samurai. He's a ninja actually, but he's fighting the samurai and different stuff. It just came out like last week or week before last. Sounds oh, familiar. It's from the people who make uh, Bloodborne uh, from software. L- look this game up. This is a big game. Game okay. is beautiful, and but oh, it is one of the hardest games. If you are prone to rage quit. <laughs> oh, it's like Dark Souls hard, huh? It's by the same so, people. So okay. yeah, it's harder. That's original gaming then basically how games used to be very hard to pass yeah. with puzzles and stuff and fight. You will die. Okay. I've died hundreds of times. <laughs> but okay. it's but it is fun. It's it's well done. It's so satisfying when you finally do beat, you know, the little mini boss or whatever, and you just kind of learn the, the play uh play styles and stuff. But boy, it's uh man you're going to be so hot like i was like Ugh. i had to put it down for a little bit and then come back but man it's it's a dope game though but it's hard as is it an open world game like um assassin's creed it's kind of like that yes it's an open world game for sure because i'm i'm confusing this game with ghost of tashima i haven't heard of that Ghost of Tsushima is another new open world game for Samurai, which was um, released last year at E3 hmm. on PS4. How oh, you don't know about that? Type in. Well, Ghost I don't have a PS4, so. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Got yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That. That's. Uh, what else is out there? Um. I got the Destiny. Or di- excuse me, Destiny Division Two. But I haven't touched mm-hmm. it in about a week and a half. But I, but I do I like the game. But um, I don't know if anybody else has played that one. Nope. All right. Nope. Oh. I plan on picking it up, but I just haven't had time yet. Yeah, it, it's cool. It's 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 a cool game. It's. I remember why I kind of stopped playing the first one because it starts to get a little hard at certain points, and you just need other people to help you get through some of the harder parts. And I just haven't had time to jump back on there. So I want to really get on there with some people that I know so we can just really start popping it off because they, boy, they start to get intricate, the little missions you got to do. And I was mm-hmm. like dying and dying and dying. Like, okay. Yeah, and you need a squad that you can actually communicate with. Yeah. So you can be strategic. Because you and I played the original one. I think we played once or twice. Oh, really? But okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the first, um, yeah, the first one. A couple okay. years ago, I think. Yeah, I kind of remember this now. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. Does anyone board. have The Devil May Cry 5? I played the demo. I do want to get that game. Is it good? No, I haven't. I just saw the, I saw the trailer the other day, and it looked really nice. Um, but I haven't gone out my way to get it. Uh, okay. They have a, there's a demo on, uh, 
I assume it's on the PS4 too, but you can play a demo. I, that's the first one I ever played. I was like, I gotta get this game, but I just kind of forgot about it. But mm-hmm. yeah, I gotta check that out. Yeah. Now let me ask you this: Have you guys uh, are you guys hip to the? Uh, I don't know if we talked about this already. Google's gaming platform that they uh, announced a couple weeks ago. I saw the announcement, but I don't. <clears throat> I haven't seen anything else beyond that. Yeah, I heard it's quite powerful. You have any information on it? Um, only thing I understood is, you know, it it basically is a streaming service. So you're basically streaming the game off of these other powerful, you know, computers in the cloud or whatever. Um, and you can play it on pretty much any platform, your phone or tablet, PC or TV. Um, so it sort of opens it up to, you know, obviously PC games can be played at the highest settings. It just really comes down probably to bandwidth, but they're saying they're pushing for, you know, 4K 60 frames per second, you know, at launch. You see, now that sounds very expensive, but that kind of reminds me of the situation with Soldier Boy's um, handheld game play um, situation he's got going on with the licensing. Like, how can that's going to take a lot of work because you know how there's a reason why certain games are released on Xbox, Xbox One exclusively, and there's a reason why certain games are only out on PS4 for one year before it's released on all consoles. So it's a bit like. Well, yeah, but Google probably got more money than both of Microsoft. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> but again, it's a PC. Any game that's going to be on the PC. So yeah, if it's an exclusive to consoles, but most games are cross-platform for the most part. So yeah, you know, would open the door for you don't have to buy a console. You just obviously have to have good, you know, internet bandwidth. Uh, but Google has their deal. own uh, backbone of internet providers thing that they've been rolling out for the last few years. So and of, of course, obviously they bankroll this thing to make it work. If they really want, if they're really, really serious about it, uh, and Pooh, I know you had some ideas on this. Uh, yeah, I mean, regarding the Google thing, when I saw that, I was like, "Damn!" Because um, EA had announced their uh, plans for their streaming service, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" Because you know, Google got long pockets, but based on I've done a number of streaming games on the PlayStation 4, and it's really seamless. Depending, well, I mean, it's going to be dependent upon what type of internet service you got. And I'm playing the games via a stream, so I'm just... The video game industry is about to change like a mother. If this gets off the ground, I'm just like, Sony, Nintendo... Well, I want to say Nintendo's in trouble, but every time I say that, they come up with a new system that and keep it going. Microsoft, they, there's some trouble coming their way. Well, I think Microsoft's about to. They just announced like their new Xbox is a stream, like the. They're gonna put out a Xbox that's purely just a stream box or something, right? Yeah, a discless Digital. system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's gonna. I find that interesting because. They'll essentially would be cutting out GameStop and a lot of the big box retailers because there's no reason to go into Target and Best Buy and Walmart. So I love I want to know. I would love to see what this is going to look like, because that's a ton of money. But at the same point, if they're not selling retail physical discs, they're making more money. It's just all downloaded from the Internet. Uh, yeah, uh, the only way they get got is if somehow Comcast or something be like, uh, actually, we'll take that. Uh, we'll take that money left on the table since you're using our network. But 
they got to push it through something. It's true, true, true. And they'd have to get the throttling issue out of the way right. too, because some providers do that. Right. Yeah. If you're downloading too much at one time, they'll throttle your internet. And they'll pass it on to the customer because I mean, for me right now, since we don't have cable, I just have the internet, and I I've already went past my so-called unlimited plan. <laughs> Where you know you, they give you two, you know, give you two times you can go past a certain number, and then it's just fifty dollars. He said fifty dollars a month, or or ten dollars for every other gig, or something crazy. Wait, so, who do you got? How is Xfinity? If you, if they wow, because Xfinity is not actually unlimited. If you actually look at your thing, it's not unlimited. There's a cap like that they put. A month. Yeah, and you can log in on your account and see it. It'll show you that mine's because because we don't have cable, so all TV we watch is through streaming. Everything is going to count toward it, right? Or even if I'm downloading, and again, I, I'm purely digital when I buy games. So if I'm downloading 30 gig games or whatever, that's going to that to that limit. So they're going to pass. Somebody going to pay for it, whether they charge them companies <laughs> or everyone's going to get a, quite a surprise on their bill. And mm-hmm. they'd be like, "Hey, you're we're shutting your your account off unless you want to pay an extra 50 bucks to turn it back on because you know you, you've been watching all them 4K movies and downloading all this blah blah blah." Yeah, ain't nothing free. Yeah. And then companies can just introduce like a you know four K tier or a you know streaming tier that's right. especially just for that for a buck twenty five or something a month. <laughs> yeah, and they they got you. It'd be just like you was paying cable. It's like, oh, we gonna get you this way. Oh, you yeah, you're not watching TV morning? anymore. Yeah, mm-hmm. we gonna get your money. But um, yeah, that streaming thing definitely. I, I can see it be a game changer, for sure. And then you know um. Samsung announced that they're not making any more Blu-rays. So that game, that's over. <laughs> that's pretty much over. <laughs> you know, all them Blu-rays. I think 4K in terms of the 4K Blu-rays, then that's over too then. It purely is going to have to shift to all digital. If the biggest manufacturer ain't going to be making the discs no more, that's pretty much signals that, that that game is done. Wait, but Sony created the Blu-ray, right? Uh No. I don't, I don't believe so. I don't even think Sony has a Blu-ray player in their machine, did it? Does it? Yeah, the PlayStation, yeah. Uh, well, they don't make the discs. They're not the biggest manufacturer that, of discs. I, I, they own the patent probably on the technology. Oh, okay. Because I remember it was Sony versus Toshiba. Toshiba had the HD DVD. Sony had the Blu-ray. Right. I think so they make the was, players. They probably was bigger was Sony? the players. <clears throat> it was Sony. Yeah. I'm looking what? it up now. I guess they learned from that Betamax fiasco about licensing their technology. Yeah. Yeah, because that's why I'm kind of confused when you say that Samsung's not going to make it, so that's the end of it. I'm like, but Sony created that, so I'm confused. Well, they probably weren't making the discs, though. They just, hmm. you know, they licensed the technology. But yeah, that, that's pretty much, I think, yeah, I don't think they're making players either. Matter of fact, I have to look it up. But yeah, that's over. Which is sad because even though I don't buy as many, to me in terms of I love quality of watching movies and, you know, I do have a few 4K digital movies, uh, quite a few that I bought. There's still no comparison from slapping that disc in my 4K player watching it versus what they stream them as. Still not as sharp. Uh, So we're just going to start getting, unless they up the quality of the streams. Most people are not going to even care anyway, but for the real enthusiasts, you can see the difference in oh, yeah. the picture quality, man. You know, I'm playing it off your disc. Right. See, that sucks because when you get 
you know your high end TVs. You want to see all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Yep. Because yeah, Ultra HD, well, I guess that's going to get phased out too, eh? Yeah. Because mm. that, that's, that's the, the reason I got HD into Blu-ray. It. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I want that, and, and yeah, you know, you can stream. I know, even I know, like Apple, they have a. Really, I've seen different comparisons. They have a really good 4K stream. Um, but I don't know if they're going to start upping the bit rates of these movies. I'm getting a little geeky talk, but hey, you said the you said the magic word. I think it's time for us to segue into Apple Talk. Segue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna bring that back. That was <laughs> Keep that over there. You know, it was so funny is, is that it was Michael of all people that checked me on it. Segway. I never. Here you go. Backhanded. <laughs> Keep that to the south. Sure. Hilarious. <laughs> really quick, really. All right. I know where you live. <laughs> Please don't hurt me, sir. <laughs> uh, we, we we didn't get into uh, Apple Talk with that That's big right. announcement with uh, with Harpo out there too, as well. You know, um, right? Getting right. her getting her bag. Um, just whatever, whatever. She Harpo. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, this 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 that's another game changer because I'm looking at it like, damn, you know, you got Disney, you got Netflix, you got Hulu out there. They all can't survive. You got CBS, and I'm just like, Apple with all that money, they have the notoriety, they have a number of, they got the music game on lock. Like, damn, how is this going to change the energy, the industry? I, I personally don't think it will. Really. I, I, I don't think to me, I mean, again, we haven't seen any of these shows. So if, if the shows are good breakouts, then I, I can see that. But to me, they just showed us what we've already seen. I mean, Hulu's already been doing this. Of course, Netflix has already been doing this. Amazon's already been doing what they just presented. I mean, they obviously have a probably you could argue they have a bigger user base initially. Damn, I forgot about Amazon. Yeah. But that, that's, that would assume that everyone who has a device is going to sign up, which I don't think is this. You can't necessarily assume that. But in terms of what they showed content wise, I didn't really. See, I mean, again, Steven Spielberg. OK, it's amazing stories like, OK, that's an old NBC TV show. Eh, again, unless the show is crazy good. It's nothing to be excited about. I could see Oprah possibly bringing attention to it, but I don't think that the people that really drive these types of uh, mediums are big Oprah Winfrey. Like I don't think that would be of a younger demographic. I don't see how that would be such of a pool personally. Uh, I, again, unless we see whatever it is she's going to create. They just did a lot of talking, in my opinion. They actually show you no real content. It wasn't a lot of finished stuff yeah. that would make you be like, "I'm signing up day one." Like I, yeah, didn't, I didn't nothing see I saw that. made me want to jump on that at all. <laughs> well, well, gentlemen, we have someone on the panel who is of a younger generation. We could ask her. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my segues aren't working today. Um, <laughs> it was so wait, wait, wait. Yeah. What do you need me for? What do you want? Whoa. Damn. Sorry. Not like that. Not like that. Why you always go start some, some, some trouble? What's wrong with you? You're starting some mess. Did, did you hear what we were talking about? I, I got lost in the source. I, okay. Because like, you took talking about Apple talk, and I was like, yeah, no. See, there you go. Well, there's the answer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, I know about Apple. They had, I heard about this card, and I was like, well, that sounds 
kind of cool this credit card thing they're trying to announce. That looks interesting. But from that, I'm not interested yeah, they, in that. They, they did an, announce a credit thing that, that was kind of interesting. <laughs> kind of remind me of my man from the fire. Uh, oh, that, 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 that fire car. Team, <laughs> load up the wristband. We won't be using cash on the island. <laughs> but I mean, you know, like I said, um, it was an interesting. And I, I was when we were watching it live, and they was like they had one more thing, and I was kind of listening to what they were describing. I was like, please don't let it be Oprah, because I I could kind of see how they might try to play that. But when they did it, I was like, okay, unless she's gonna be doing like a talk show again. A documentary on toxic relationships and the sexual. Eh. I was like, okay, is that? Am I gonna? Why would I want to sign up to watch that? Like, I don't. It's just not something that. Now again, that's what. That's why I'm not really thinking it's a game changer because they don't actually have any content that is the day one. Like for instance, like Disney, for instance, they haven't shown me anything yet. But I'm day one because they got Star Wars. They're gonna have Marvel. Oh, I, I, I gotta see that. Like, you know what I mean? So Marvel, they, uh, Apple just showed me some people, and okay, yeah, they they've known for good work, you know. But that's cool. We got Aquaman up there and Alfred Wood. Uh, yeah, okay, that's cool. You know, but I don't. How much is it? Uh, I got it. I still got Netflix. They're dropping bombs. I don't. Which which when uh, Fox put it out there that they were selling, I never understood why Apple, and for that matter, Amazon didn't try to get that because regardless of all the studios, it was the content, the IPs. Mm -hmm. They they don't have anything that's going to get anybody excited. Whereas if you had bought Fox, you got the X-Men license, you got Predator, Aliens, Avatar. So it's just crazy. Like You're going to put something out there, but you don't have anything that's going to excite people. Yeah, I mean, they're starting with new stuff, which I can respect new con- original content. But again, it's never a given that it's going to be any good until we see it. So they're, they're starting from scratch. I mean, they just have a large user base. Obviously, they have a, a, a huge brand. You expect uh, excellence, but we'll see. You know, we'll see what they do. If if Spielberg would have been like, yeah, I'm about to drop my newest movie, Stravaganza, but he didn't do that. He's like, oh. I'm just reviving an old TV show from back in the 80s. I was like, okay. That wasn't that good. Yeah, I was like, okay. You remember the 80s, don't you, kid? You could have just said (laughs) Young Indiana Jones or something. I would have been all in. But, of course, that's the Disney thing. So I was like, whatever. But, Mike, uh, Amazon has a lot of original programming, original movies and shows. Yes. Is anyone watching them? I've seen uh, the the one that stands out to me was Jack Ryan. That was my shit. Okay. And Jack Ryan was good. And, of course, since I'm a Top Gear fan, I've been watching all three seasons of uh, the Grand Tour. Love that show. Okay. I love how they did that. They they walked away, started their own thing. That's right. Beautiful. Yeah, I like Amazon is cool because if you're a Prime member, then you got <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's mm-hmm. there. Like, oh, okay, cool. I got this. Cool. Uh, you know. Unlike that bullshit at CBS. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> yeah. I look That's at that as niche show. programming. It's niche programming. You know. But it's not, even what, it's not even what it says it is. When when you say CBS All Access, to me, that means I can jump in their fault and just let it rip. No, not remotely close to that. Well, they have, and you can watch live TV on there, can you? Or can you not? I watch live TV I'm a, myself, you know. Well, I know, I'm just saying, is there an option to watch live CBS on that 
thing. If you... I don't know. I know Q was a member because it has Star Trek Discovery. Right. But you know, I looked at their database. I'm like, this is it. Yeah, I, I signed mean, up initially with Star Trek, and I just wasn't watching it, so I canceled it. So I don't remember what. I mean, else. a lot of the the classic heavy hitter CBS shows are not there. Like hmm. I'm thinking, let me look. Let me go catch up on Dallas. Nope. Not I wonder if it's nope. was Dallas a produced by CBS or was that a show they just showed on there? Uh, hmm. I know it was produced by Lorimar. I don't know who owned Lorimar. Uh, okay, yeah, it probably is on something else. Probably, probably telepictures. Well, they got their nerve charging ten bucks a month for nothing. They're, oh yeah, they have they have season one of Happy Days. Wow, hilarious. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, well, it'll be interesting in the next couple of years if there's going to be subscription fatigue or not, or if people just there gonna, will be just going to accept it because <laughs> they're almost going to be paying about what you was paying for cable. <laughs> yep. Yeah. But, now, is this yeah. kind of, but when you have the biggies making all these moves, and I, and I don't subscribe to Hulu, but can they keep up with this? Well, a little, Disney is going to own the majority of it, so it's all going to depend on what they want to do with it. Oh, if Disney's going to be the umbrella for Hulu, then they'll be fine. Can't you watch Hulu for free? You just have to no, watch I the commercials? never seen Hulu. Oh, that's right. They did you, drop a tier where I think it's limited with commercials. Yeah, you, like can, limited you can watch stuff. it for free, actually. Should they Something even like had that. a I'm sorry, I keep cutting you guys off. They even had a uh, special a few months back where you can get get it for 99 cents a month for up to for a year. So a lot of people wow. jumped on there. Okay. Mm-hmm. I used to be a heavy Hulu subscriber. I, uh, I paid. I paid so you didn't have to watch the commercials. And I might go back to it at some point because they did have a lot of stuff on there. I just don't watch it TV as much, but I think Hulu was was good. Um, Netflix is to the point where you just don't even think about. You don't think about that, it. Just, dude, they announced they raising the price. And people are like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever. Netflix yeah. <laughs> is deeply entrenched. Yeah. And they cut off their disc service a while ago, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Didn't uh, What's Her Name have a show on Hulu? Are they still doing first run stuff over there? What is her name? They talk about Mindy Kaling. Thank you. Yes. yes. She moved her show there, but is anyone else doing anything new over there? They have, uh, first, they, they have new stuff over there, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're big. Well, I could say they're big thing, but. Well, yeah, the big thing is uh, Handmaid's Tale. And then, you know, for us geeks, they have Runaways, which just. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was Man, that Stephen cool. King thing they had on there? I was watching that when it first came out. They, they had a couple. They had uh, Castle Rock. I uh, I tried. I got to episode two. It was just like yeah, the time travel really one. Cool. What was it? Eleven twenty three. No, eleven twenty two sixty three. I really liked that. Yeah. The ending. I'll uh, forewarn you. The ending was kind of anticlimactic, but leading up to it, excellent show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's with James Franco too. So yeah, I'm not a big fan of him. So really? the fact that he, nah, not really. I, I, for some reason, I keep thinking of him as the uh, the stoner in Pineapple Express. Uh, okay. I Every time I see that's all I see him is Pineapple Express. And I'm like, really? He's going to do dramatic? Nah. But it was a really good series. Whatever that movie he had a few years ago where he was a rock climber. Oh, 127. That was yeah. one of my favorite movies of the year, man. That was... Well, I, I heard what the ending was, and I just couldn't yeah. sit through it. Yeah, can't go through that one. <laughs> 
That's amazing. I watch all this gory shit and all this shoot 'em up gangster shit, but somebody spoilers is five five to ten years old. Someone cutting off their arm very gruesomely. I'm like, ah, I can't do it. <laughs> all right. Any other uh topics we need to get into before we wrap things up? Uh again, I mean it's up to you, but we can get <clears throat> briefly into the academic scandal for particulars. Uh, yeah, we, what, we can wait some go more. Alright, uh, I read the complaint from the district court in Massachusetts and there is a lot cooking here, primarily because, hold on, let me uh, shrink this down a bit. And here we are. We have three different things going on. The guy at the top of the, I'm going to call it a pyramid, even though it is not a pyramid. But the guy at the top, Rick Singer, this guy was rolling like Avon Barksdale. He had it happen all over the place. <laughs> um, the first tier, or the first wing of his chicanery is racketeering. Singer had people in the ACT program and in the SAT program who, who for between fifteen and 75000 per test could get a person extra time and get that person and get someone else to take the test for the person who was supposed to be taking it. So the students don't even show up. Their parents are popping up that type of money to get people to take that test. Tier two of the Singer plan is phony athletic scholarships. And these go from schools as diverse from Yale to USC to Northwestern, not, not, not Northwestern, Wake Forest, Stanford, a lot of heavy-headed schools are named. Using the Yale example, Singer got $1.2 million from a parent to get their kid into Yale. So Singer calls the, the Yale soccer coach, Yale women's soccer coach, excuse me, and says, look, I'm going to give you a profile of an athlete that you're going to recruit in a club, you know, soccer team in Southern California. And here's a little something for you. And the Yale coach is like, cool. They designated her an applicant, but the girl doesn't even play soccer. Doesn't matter. Yale admitted the girl through the athletic scholarship. Now here's where it gets a little more tricky. Then the parent sends Singer a coach for 400 large, to his nonprofit, keep that in mind. The nonprofit, go ahead and deposit that. And then once the school started, they paid the rest of the 1.2 to the nonprofit. Singer took some of that money, and you know starts bribing other schools. The parents on their income tax, since the nonprofit is what tax exempt, claimed that 1.2 million as a donation to a 501c3 tax exempt, which means they are committing mail and wire fraud. And the IRS is like, excuse us, tax fraud. And Hmm. all of this has racked up so far. They want, they've seized Singer's accounts to the tune of 3.8 million. All of these parents, I was thinking one of them may try to, or some of them try to be, try to come across as victims, yeah, that's not going to happen here. They all knew what was going on. 
Laurie Laughlin's husband, the Massimo guy, they got him on a million dollars bail. The charges on all the parents hold penalties up to 20 years. No one's getting 20. But people got to fall behind this. Because from what I'm, from what I'm, what I'm hearing, Singer is cooperating with the government. So he, he's pulling a Nino Brown at this point. Because he stood up in open court and said, I got a whole list of names. If I go down, I'll take a lot of people with me. <laughs> mm. But the, the complaint just reads that all these schools had people dirty in there. So think about this. You got people dirty in the ACT you know, achievement test program. You got people dirty in the SAT program. You got dirty coaches in all these schools. People have got to fall behind this. Man, maybe they get a pass like Cardi. <laughs> I can't see no passes on this. <laughs> Too much money involved. <laughs> Was this, these deals? These deals were done a long time ago. Anyway, yeah, that's. I mean, it's a dirty game, man. This the school thing, everything. What Ice Cube's new album? Everything's corrupt. <laughs> Seriously. And the thing is, and I think we talked about this briefly last week, and I'll go back to Yale. If you spend 1.2 to get your kid into Yale, okay, fine. And you spend that extra 75000 for someone to take their ACT test, okay, fine. Eventually, it's going to be revealed at Yale that your kid's a moron. Then what do you do? Because hmm. ain't no way they're keeping up with that. Unless, you know, these parents got money, they buy a couple of tutors and have them do the dirt. I don't know. Yeah, they probably get a slap on the wrist. <clears throat> slap on the wrist. Pay Somebody off. got to fall. It's kind of funny because the worst thing back in the day was using a relative or a friend's address so you can get into that school. <laughs> and now people are running full on multi-million dollar <laughs> rings. Wow. They get the hustle out. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad yeah. you said that, Quentin. Um, I saw a thing on Facebook the other day or this week about a woman, and the, and the headline was so misleading. Mm -hmm. It says, Mother sent to prison for using phony address right, for school. I remember school. that, yeah. Yeah, I I'm saw like, that too. I'm yeah. like, let me read this here and see what's going on. Prison didn't happen. That's A. What happened was she did it like a lot of people have done and are doing right now. And they gave her a, a bunch of community service in like, I want to say three days in the clink. And they caught her for some weird reason, but they caught her because she wasn't good at it, bottom line. So this really wasn't as tragic or miscarriage of justice as the lead would make you believe it was. Because anyone, and I know people, a lot of people who've done it, it's like any dirt you do, you know if you do this and you get caught, what can happen? I'm not saying you don't have a good reason for doing it. I'm saying if you do it, you know what, what can happen if you get caught. And sometimes you get caught. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other things before we get up out of here? I'm going to start I talking like to Cardi. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Go ahead my wow. nigga. Go ahead, my nigga. I saw Shazam. 
Oh, how Mark, was talk to me. Tell me about Shazam, my nigga. No, wait. I haven't seen it yet. No, wait. <laughs> well, don't, don't spoil yeah, it. No, wait. I'm not going to spoil it. I don't make fun of the girl then. <laughs> oh. Please carry on. Please carry on. So how's this movie then, Aunt? I'm still, I'm still waiting for Chloe to bust out with the patois. Come on. Get that to us at least once. The what? You it's know what the, I'm talking uh, about. It's, 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 it's a dialect. Oh, it's a dialect. Uh, this, <laughs> is, this is the most Disney DC film ever. It has all of the Disney tropes in here, and it fucking works. I love this movie. The kid who plays Billy Batson, dope as hell. The dude that plays Freddie Freeman, dope as hell. Um, the guy, the guy playing Shazam, uh, Zachary Levi, I can give or take him. I mean, he's, he's not offensive, but he's not like killing it. Um, they do, they have, uh, near the end. I think, uh, Mark, you're probably going to bust a load in the, uh, theater. I believe. <laughs> Oh, what kind of movie were you watching? <laughs> you, I'm just saying you go geek out. You go, you go, Support Mark. Okay. I already know you're you're going to geek the hell out at the end. Um, to me, I wanted Black Adam, but Savano, Doctor Savano, that dude was badass. And they have the. Uh, I'm sure, uh, Mark, you already know this. He he's endowed with the seven deadly sins, and that shit was uh, dope to hear about. And overall, I cannot recommend this film as highly as possible uh in the story uh in the, in the film there's the storyline of billy he's always he's still trying to uh chase down his mom this is not a spoiler eh. um, he ends up getting uh, left at a uh at an amusement park so he's spending most of his life trying to find his mom how they resolve it i kid you not i think a lot of people are gonna be crying a lot of people because i know i got as emotional as fuck when they resolved that storyline but the kids that he lives with dope as hell um I can't recommend this. I cannot wait till this movie comes out so we can dissect it because this film was, to my opinion, so far, best of the year. My best of the year. Okay. That's what I like to hear. Okay. I just found out that Zachary Levi was in Thor, The Dark World. He played, um, hmm. what's his name? Just had Fangirl. it up here. Yes. Yes. You played who? Huh. Fangirl, one of the Warriors 3 Thors. I'm sorry, oh, who? Okay. who? Who are you butchering? Yeah. Hey, I don't know. That dude. Dude with the, the pointy Fandral. sword. Fandral, you mean? Fandral. Did I get okay, him? <laughs> you know, you guys. I would ask you about one character, but it would probably be a spoiler, but I I think I stumbled across a cameo they have in the movie, but I'll ask you offline. On There's a cameo? There's a cameo, and I'm going to let you know, I think it was trash. I, and I know exactly why you say that, too. Mm, mm, mm. I was like, oh! I was like, you <laughs> well, if the reports earlier were any truth, then it would have to be trash because there'd be no way it'd be possible. But I'm still, I want to see this movie. I'm, I'm hyped. So I, I was going to see it Saturday, too, but I, I got sick, so I couldn't go. But My yeah. dude, I... I know you you still crushing me for solo, but I think you're gonna co-sign this on me. You, you're gonna co-sign this one. This was really good. This was oh. like it, oh no, I, 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 I probably will like this. I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna like it. It's like it was funny because they said that uh, Marvel made a DC film for Captain Marvel, and DC made a Marvel film for Shazam. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's not that right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, when you said solo, I thought you were talking about the Wesley Snipes film. 
Nah, um, actually, balls. that's the that was, Mar- uh, Mar- Melvin Van Pebbles. Pebbles, yeah. Oh, one of them. Whoa! Of them. No, wow. no, no. One no. of those actors from. I'm not gonna let you get away with that. <laughs> <laughs> Wesley is not one of them. Come on, man. That's my guy. Oh, the actors from that time. Mario and Wesley Mario ain't were. no goddamn actors from that time. Sucks. Mario. <laughs> That movie so yeah, horrible. Was he like a bald headed super soldier or something? Bald headed super soldier. Bad, I'd forgotten Solo. about that. Yeah, it was horrible. Anyway, all right. Um, we're gonna wrap things up here. Uh, heads up to my listeners. I'm gonna do a. Uh, I say this now. I gotta do it, but I'm gonna do a, a Prince podcast. I'm gonna do a little spotlight on my man Jesse. And uh Uh-oh. just to get us in Jesse who? Jesse John J- Jesse who? What? what? Yeah, give her some My brain is running on ten thousand. Jesse who? Can we talk about Jesse Smollett? Are we talking about Jesse Jesse or no, Jesse? That's what? Jesse. Goddamn as episode on Jesse Smollett. I can't take it. <laughs> you you can't take it. No, Jesse <laughs> Jackson, goddamn. Right, really? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Jesse Johnson. Uh, we'll just do it. We'll just you know, get us in the right mind, ready for celebration, because uh, it's going to be great to, to see and hear him. Oh, oh, uh, oh. Yeah, we're going to play some of his jams and talk about it. Be some Jesse. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, but before we get out of here, uh, got to let people know where they can find us. So I'm going to start with Chloe. Where can they find you online? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Chloe Calvin or Twitter, Little Miss Cece. And I have a website now, but I still need some work. But it's www.chloecalvin.com. All right. All right. And Mr. Q Storm, where can I find you? Uh, Q Storm has left the building. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, you can find me. Oh. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Maybe shave yourself. He was that. that was hilarious. <laughs> That find me at the range. <laughs> uh, he's gonna be mad. Pastor Mike has left the building. Sorry about that, Q. Uh, Aunt Pooh, sir, where can I find you? You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Aunt Pooh. And your boy sharpened up the pen for a little bit. Did a review of Dumbo. Uh, highly recommended if you got kids. At uh, ForAllNerds.com. All right, that's right. Dumbo came out, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I uh, Tim Burton directed that, which I there's a number of his uh, traits in there. But when I when the, it went black and it brought up directed by Tim Burton, I was like, get the fuck out of here, because they surely did rein him in. Hmm, yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't advertise his name. I was <laughs> heavy for that for a kids movie, but oh. um, all right. Uh, Big Sexy and Sack, where can I find you? <laughs> I can be found <clears throat> at uh, Instagram, Mark Wiggins 2. Facebook, Mark Wiggins. Twitter, WSE Mark. I want to give a quick shout out to the gentleman from the Full Force Brothers. I just read their book, Not Just a House Party. It was great. And former NFL All Pro Marcellus Wiley, his book. Never shut up. A lot, a lot of great information in both of those books. Gentlemen, well done all the way around. 
Right on. What's the full force book called again? I gotta, I gotta Not just that. a house party. Yeah, I definitely got to get that. Yeah, actually, you posted a picture of that cover. I thought that was like fake at first. But... No, no. Okay. Read that Thursday. Nice, nice, nice. nice. Okay, uh, Quentin, where can they find you? Well, you can find me on Instagram under Q.J. That's Q.D.O.T.J. And Facebook under Quentin Jones. All right. Well, you can find us at uh, at Podcast Juice on Twitter. Also, look us up on Facebook, Podcast Juice. The website, podcastjuice.net. Um, also, if you go to the show notes on this particular episode, we will have the link to our Discord chat. That is our online chat where you can either jump on your phone or on your computer. And we're all in there Monday through Friday going at it. You can see some classic battles, conversations in there. <laughs> it gets a little crazy. But definitely come on uh, and join us in there if you will. Um, also, uh, I feel like you're throwing okay. shots at me, but I'm going to go ahead and let that at slide. You? <laughs> You what, no. did, what did you get? Listen, How did you? You only receive if you think it resonates with you. So if you think someone's sending a shot, you must be feeling guilty. Thank you. Thank That's you. true. Like, I got to be guilty. Uh, I got my eyes on you, Michael. You don't think I have a company now? We got a new song. We got a. We're gonna have Ant's theme song. We start playing that now when he talks. I need a man with sense. Everybody. Help me with this one, please. Somebody, what is he talking about? Man, you're too young. You're too young. <laughs> Ralph, Ralph Tresvant, sensitivity. Okay. You're like, who's Ralph Tresvant? Like, stop it. Stop it. Anyway, um, no, I wasn't putting shade on you, man, but uh, there's good conversations going on there. It's, it's hilarious. Uh, I was going to say something else and I totally forgot. So. Work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.